0: This Week in League, inspired by the NRL's Pacific Development Strategy, Glenn unveils his Polynesian Rope and Honey Strategy.
1: In unrelated news, I have cancelled my eBay auction of my Rope and Honey collection.
0: Will Monday Night Football go the way of the North Sydney Bears and West Tigers?
1: And we preview all of the action for Round 23 of the 2014 NRL season.
0: All that and more This Week in League. Welcome to episode 167 of this week in League. I'm Nate, and I'm Glenn. Feedback this week. Well, firstly, we should we should address the fact that the show is going to be like a day late this week. Which or two. Is, you know, well, it's uh, oh, no, no Today's today. today, just yeah. today. I mean, it was it was going to be two. People don't people don't realise that uh, back in the day, it used to always be the Thursday yeah. for the release. For a so, long
1: time, it was Thursday. Yeah, and then, and then uh, we like really started getting shit together.
0: And we just and basically just nailed, nailed the whole pro, nailed the process really, so it became a very simple thing, and also you know stopped editing out cunts and yeah, stuff like that, a and a lot it,
1: less editing these days. I mean, it went
0: through, it went through the stage where I I would have to listen to the whole episode and time, I'd be stopping and stopping and stopping.
1: One time in at least the last two two years, yeah, have I said yeah, I think we I think you, I need you to edit that out something I've said out.
0: Yeah, but even even sometimes you say I mean there's there's times when you say that but then there's the times that you mean it as well. But
1: yeah, one yeah, time like when, yeah. one time you've actually had to do it.
0: I can't remember what it was, but I mean I'm sure you've said worse since.
1: Maybe. <laughs> no, but it was it was someone whose opinion actually matters matters a little bit to me and I probably did overstep the mark, so
0: <laughs> Yeah, so everyone who gets smashed by Glenn on the show and could cries themselves to fucking sleep over it. <laughs> he does have a line. It's just that it doesn't count with you guys. <laughs> Sounds fairly brutal, doesn't
1: it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a little, true.
0: A little bit late because Glenn, Glenn is, uh, is sick as a dog. I mean, if he was a dog, you would fuck it. You'd dead set shoot him. <laughs>
1: yeah. Execution um, style. Poole yeah. on the head.
0: And, and, and his wife. I mean, well, even more so because she's got to go rocking the Joey Johns. You know, she's going to a bit of collapse.
1: Up. I tell you, uh, this lung. Collapsed lung. Issue. Another collapsed lung. This is the, uh, the... Same
0: lung every time, right? It
1: is the same lung every time. She does require surgery. Um, it started obviously happening back when we lost the baby. Um Couple of years ago now, and or almost two years ago to the day, and uh, she ended up with a collapsed lung and eleven blood clots on her lungs, which is awesome, and I felt very sympathetic. But this whole fucking collapsed lung thing's just becoming a real crutch for her now.
0: Well, because now now it's not life threatening; it just become a fucking chore. Yeah, <laughs> it's just hassle. <laughs>
1: well, it's it's just yeah, it, and then not long after she's had Leo, bang, happens again. So. We've got a newborn yeah. being, like, breastfed, completely breastfed, Yeah. and she's in hospital trying to get her lung inflated. Yeah. Then Sunday,
0: couldn't you just take him from suck to blow and just pump yeah, it back up? Pump it back up, exactly. It's
1: just like a little vacuum. I'm pretty
0: sure that's how it works. I'm pretty sure. Look, I don't know much about babies
1: because <laughs> um, you know I'm just not that good a parent, but surely there's a switch on them somewhere. I don't know, but. Yeah, then Sunday she's like, "Oh, I think I've done my
0: lung again. Just walking around. I've done a, I've done a lung. <laughs>
1: I've done a lung. So what'd you do? Oh, I took a breath. Really? Like, what are you got? Fucking rice paper lungs in there? Or something? I
0: guess you'd have to know. No, you'd have to go through it to know what the, the she it understands
1: feels like. the feeling of it. It's not immense pain while she's walking around. Like yeah. it's, it's it's very uncomfortable when she's trying to hold Leo on that side. Yeah. It's like quite painful. Yeah. When she lays down, holy fuck, it hurts. Yeah. Like, on on that sort so um and she does have a like a world renowned respiratory specialist on call now <laughs> completely since the first one where yeah. he said this is possibly one of the worst cases of pulmonary pulmonary embolism other words uh blood clots on the lungs that I've ever seen where someone hasn't died Jesus <laughs> he has uh one of those things can kill you you've got 11 and uh, here you are talking to me. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> no. So, and this is a guy that charges his time in 15-minute increments. Yeah. So he says to you, uh, you've got to ring me at 7.15. You've got 15 minutes to talk to me, and then I'm moving on to the next call. So, if you ring me at fucking 7.20...
0: you pay you got, 15, you got you 10. Got, yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck is that busy? I like to think I'm a busy person, but I've got nothing on that guy. So, uh, and then, obviously, Jackson's also been sick, so... I'd just like to have one fucking problem at a time. That would be good. We always seem to get fucking three or four at once, and it drives me to the point of fucking. Well, I guess you have four when your fucking team quits on your fucking fan base and. What happens to the tires?
0: There's one thing I forgot to ask you. What's what's the deal with the tires? Oh,
1: paid fifteen hundred bucks or whatever it fucking was. Um, Yeah, just over fifteen hundred bucks to put. New tyres on, uh, on the Commodore, 19-inch, yeah. low-profile babies, high-quality rubber, Yeah. less than 5,000 k's ago.
0: Yeah.
1: On the way home from Jackson's footy on Saturday, hear this noise, I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? And obviously, I'm in the driver's seat, wound the window down, couldn't really tell. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, thought, I thought it was the engine. I thought, that's a bit odd. Anyway, got home, had to get changed to catch up with a mate who's, um, whose wife just had a baby. Shout out to Josh. And um, as we're heading to the survey, Nicklin's driving this time, we're heading to the survey to put fuel in. I was like, there's that noise again. I wound the window down. I was on the passenger side this, this time, time. And the passenger side rear tyre is flat. And it's it's hard to tell if those low profile tyres when they're
0: flat. There's so not much in them to start with. You
1: can fucking hear yeah. it. So we pull into the survey. We've got a roofing screw through it, which is terrible luck, but you can get past. The bigger issue was that less than 5,000 Ks, both rear tyres are down to the wear indicators and we've got 60,000 Ks out of both sets of those same tyres since we've had the car.
0: It's got nothing to do with the doughies that you were doing?
1: No. Nicklin drives that car. She drives it around, and she, she's fucking Mrs. Daisy's fucking retarded cousin. So, along, punch the well, lung. Punch the She, it, she coll- drives collapse, like she breathes. <laughs> collapse it. <laughs> slowly.
0: Collapse, collapse the lung from all the excitement of doing the <laughs> doughies out the back of. <laughs> <exactly> <laughs> it.
1: It all makes so much sense. So anyway, it turns out they fucked up the wheel alignment, and I got two free tires. Oh, that's
0: right. Then. So that one, that one fixed itself then. Yeah.
1: That was, you know,
0: <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. to my worries. To catch up. There's a catch-up. that's my it's late. week in
1: Glenn's life.
0: Yeah, so that's why it's late. Uh, Who's oh, it close to pulling a pin this week? Just like, fuck, just fuck it.
1: Which we've so, never done. And never, I was like, oh, really? We're not going to break the streak? Yeah, I'm like, fuck the streak. <laughs> Some of the shit that yeah. we've done, That like you've been on your deathbed, yeah. snow has been in hospital, Nicklin's yeah. been in hospital, we've had babies, we've had yeah. fucking births, deaths, marriages, and we've fucking got through... Every single show. <laughs> Admittedly people have had to stand in for me from time to time, but you've been yeah. the staunch. Yeah. And um and then here you are going fuck the streak man. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, look,
0: seriously, you've you've got a fucking lot on your plate at the minute.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: here we are. You can only do what you can do.
1: Here, uh, you know the, the the biggest driving force was no fucking way was I not gonna do a show this yeah, week. You had to uh, front up this week, didn't you? Yeah, I was yeah. like Fuck, it will be on. Yeah. People will fucking be after me with fucking um, internet pitchforks. Yeah. And fucking probably throwing torches. up.
0: Probably throwing up, you know, relevant screen caps from The Simpsons and things like that.
1: Exactly. You know. I mean, it's a big chunk of our fan base that do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they all have the same fucking name.
0: Yep. Shout out, shout out to the 3000 Mitches. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty of- sure they're, they're all named Mitch Simpson. I'm pretty sure.
0: Now, a uh, bit of feedback for the week. Uh, there was a, a hashtag going around. Former legends started up some, you know, trying to do, you know, hashtags to get people on top of them. One of them was uh, unlikely NRL headlines. Cole underscore 316's brought us into it. Oh God! Record an app with no homo undertones. <laughs> Still trying. Yeah, it's you know we've We'll have it the to
1: first. check out next week's brother. <laughs>
0: Uh, Dean Horton seventeen. He's a, a smart little cunt.
1: Tweet- he's also been obviously washed out from under the rock he lives under because yeah. no one's heard from him for for quite some time.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's he's tweeted you, me, and this week in league. And have said, you pissed
1: uh, on any rocks lately? <laughs> washed Dean out.
0: I don't know. He said, "I just listened to episode one sixty six, the Newcastle Melbourne game preview. You don't fuck up, hash up the nights, bitch." This is the same Dean Horton that if you had have asked him before that kickoff of that game, if you have had have asked him. At half time, where the night's gonna to get to 20. 10 minutes to go, yeah, exactly. So, fuck up. I mean, if you're gonna be Nostradamus and go, Yeah, I think the Knights will get this in a close one, yeah, pipe up even before that the, before kickoff, son. I'll even accept that, even though that's the most vague thing that doesn't come close to explaining what happened. But that I'd take that if you say, Yeah, no, I genuinely believe the knots will win in a close one. That's you know, fair enough, but you know, you can't come in after the fact and be like, oh, I fucking told you no, you didn't taste shit.
1: No one cares, Dean,
0: beerboy182. This week, after starting at This Week in League, episode 54, and uh, Twimmer, This Week in MMA, from day one, is my 250th cap. More than <laughs> more than Ricky Stewart, Laurie Daly, Andrew, and Matty Johns. Yeah. Well, I feel
1: like I should... Um, I feel like I really have this obligation every day now yeah. to come home to him and sit down at a table with him and eat a meal with him and talk and discuss and, and basically live my life together with his because he listens to me far more than the fucking people I currently do those things with. Do. He's going
0: to then followed up and he's going, uh, 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 thanks for filling approximately 500 hours plus of my time with four-letter words and tales of Polynesian spank-bank tales.
1: You are welcome. What a fucking legend. legend. When you put it like that, fucking Jesus.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a large investment.
1: It really is. Yeah. I mean, on our part, what legends we are.
0: Yeah, I mean, just like, all for free too. We are so great. Oh, there'll be us. another
1: fucking screenshot. Yeah. Screenshot. Yeah. Simpsons.
0: Yeah, screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JR underscore buff. I'd like to hear a Glenn's Grind segment. Just let him cut loose on a topic. Sit back and watch the fireworks happen.
1: Oh, I don't know if I could just do it on cue. It has to be something that really sparks me. Like,
0: Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. We It would have to be league-related on this show. I mean, there was, years ago, I was saying, look, you know... <laughs> we, we have these text conversations and phone conversations sometimes. We'll pick up on a topic. Probably get us arrested. Yeah, something that happens on the news that day or someone does something that we saw on Twitter and, and we'll, just, uh, we'll, we'll just get unleashed for half an hour and we could do a half an hour to an hour show yeah. where we just defame someone to the point of...
1: I still remember tears. the conversation we had. I was in the Woolworths car park and you just happened to ring me as I was about to get out of the car and it was a conversation for all time.
0: Yeah,
1: I fucking got out of that car and the conversation was over and I fucking laugh so hard in the car park, standing outside of the car with fucking people walking past going, what is that guy on?
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> and
1: not a word of it has ever been repeated to anyone. No, but it was fucking epic. I
0: think I remember what it was too. And,
1: and that that day, you said we really need to do this, for, like put a show out for that. Yeah, I was like, Fuck. like
0: we could do it the same night as this week of the league. We just yeah, just do can see our a warm up show was like, Yeah, just go half an hour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking out. We'd dead set get arrested, or people would we send other people would, to bash us.
0: We would be, we would be so fucking sued yeah. by someone for. There's Agreed. Just, there's no escaping. Um,
1: but I like the sentiment.
0: Yeah. Uh, after the Tigers game, you put out a tweet and said, you know, like, you know, that's it. Podcast is cancelled indefinitely, or something like
1: that. <laughs> Which <laughs> and, is uh, my uh, my feelings at the time.
0: Yeah, I made a, a mate of mine big Andy. Uh, hey, big Andy one on Twitter. So there's actually two big Andys, but I only know this one. He's, uh, he's going, there goes Valenti's reason for existence. <laughs> <laughs> Which and one? And that's the, well, yeah, that's right, the exotic Dennis. Are we talking but,
1: Mario or fucking Luigi? Yeah,
0: I think he's talking Luigi on this occasion, but I'm um, pretty sure he would be. But uh, yeah, because that, that, that's uh, Big Andy is my friend. He's like, i had lunch with him a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, he yeah, whatever has happened, whatever happened to Dennis Valenti? I listen to, yeah, listen to, still, still listen to it's the still the It's Valente, for yeah, starters. And, um, and i oh go, oh, no, he's he's moved across the Twitter now. He's like, he's unky D, you know, he might have, and he's oh, okay. That fucking. <laughs> so there's someone, you've got a fan, you've got one fan out there anyway. Not in this room, but at Tad Pike, this fucking, blo- <laughs> this, fucking this, 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 this fucking American warmonger who only po- pokes his fucking head up once a season. Is it you know the best
1: time that Tad never poked his head up? Was, that, it was at the opera bar one time yeah. where he fucking just poured bourbon down my neck for a good few hours. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Fuck, it was been downhill from there though.
0: First ever meetup, really. He's
1: done nothing but make a cunt of himself since.
0: Yeah, and he's been—he's hasn't been on Twitter very much at all. But he pipes up now and then. But he's he's piped up, and this, the next two tweets are like uh, two variations on the same theme. It's they're targeted at you, well, not at you, but it's a comment on something you said. Having to blow into a straw to say good morning. Now that's harsh. The fuck is wrong with Glenn. Well when you say stuff <laughs> Just wait, like just that. wait. Have you have your response after the next one? Runoff Renoff said, uh we've well, got to blow through a straw to say hello. Ha, coughed up my O J laughing, not trying to communicate by straw. hashed too far. So you hey, have one person that's gone, you know what are you what the fuck is wrong with you? No one's going, Oh on, fucking laugh my ass off.
1: In the context of what I was saying, yeah. I wasn't saying that, you know, in like humorous um, is that what it has to come to before people take action
0: yeah that's what that's what I thought because you
1: know fucking theoretically there are people in the world that fucking do have to blow through a straw in order to say hello
0: Nathan yeah that's true that's true (laughs) I I hear you because
1: of injuries that may be caused on a rugby league field if cunts don't start enforcing the uh, the laws against lifting legs
0: yes linear I'll make Kurt extremely impressed by Glenn's Wolverine Jersey commentary, read comics versus movies.
1: That is absolutely 100% the nicest thing Kurt's ever said to me. I
0: don't remember what the fuck you even said
1: <laughs> on the subject. I'll draw it absolutely blank. Yeah, I could have gone you, back and I think it, you but- made the comment, which was fairly fucking ignorant of you, that... Well, it's fucking nothing like the movie, and I'm like, "What are you going to fucking run the cunts out in fucking leather jackets and jeans?"
0: No no no, 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 no.
1: That's how I remember
0: it. No, because I actually can see, I can see it's exactly the same as the comic book, and everyone else is going, "That's not what the fucking Wolverine." I, well, he's been in that in the comic book longer than he's been in fucking nothing like generic fucking navy leather and fucking the biker look in the movies that he's been in. So that's what I'm saying.
1: Hey. Don't need convince me. Anyway, the point Wilbury is... Jersey,
0: poor manly jersey. That was the only thing I had to the say The point
1: it. is, Kurt said something nice about me. And I think we all need to take a second and just ponder that. Done. He's
0: probably says, yeah, okay, done, yeah. It'll never happen again. Definitely not.
1: <laughs> Kurt's uh, still waiting for me to say something nice about him. But hey, look, at least we're on the right track, mate.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's not holding his breath. Fuck me. <laughs> Be a decent sized smurf. <laughs> You now uh, at Finn Scotty, <laughs> stumbled on your podcast one month ago. Best podcast on iTunes. Hilarious and thorough. Congrats to you and Nate. Keep it up.
1: That's fucking fantastic. High praise. Oh,
0: it's it. a high praise indeed. Facebook, Saguna, this week in Saguna. Hey, fellas. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not going to read. Sorry. Was, you, you fucking was, missed your cue right no, now. No,
1: hang on. I was warding off a coughing fit and then you bring up Saguna, which, and then I'm like, you're on cue, you're on cue the lights are going off but i'm like i'm going to cough saguna's name and that's just disrespectful
0: it would be in the a theme with saguna the so I'm not going to read his whole thing out, because he's gone on a massive fucking diatribe. And who's he hit? It's basically uh, Triple M, other media places. He goes on about Maddie Johns, uh, that cunt Rothfield, his words. Uh, <laughs> he's got, he wants me to belt the living daylights out of him in an MMA ring. Um, he goes on and on and on. Um, then he goes on about Johns and you know, taking ecstasy tablets, blah, blah, blah. Then he has a big scree about uh, about Rothfield. But just want to... Uh, and he gives praise to... to uh, he gives praise to Vossi, praise to Sturlow, praise to Aaron Morland, so that's great. Um, well, he does praise Rabs, too, and yeah, I'm, not, I'm not massive on that. Just, but, yeah. just, th- sometimes
1: Ian probably needs to remember to take his Tourette's medication.
0: But he's the third paragraph of, of three giant paragraphs. <laughs> I was at the A-League All-Stars game the other night with a few mates, and Triple M just happened to be there. I was very angered and filthy on their media bashing of the Tigers, so I lined up for their pass-the-ball competition. When it came to me, I got the ball, and instead of passing, I just vigorously punted the ball about 40 metres and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> On the, wait, wait, there's more. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, that more. is just spoiling everyone's fun. <laughs> wait, there's more. Onlookers were stunned with what I did. I said to one of the triple M guys, tell John's he's a fucking cunt and walked off. As I walked away, someone tapped me on the shoulder. I thought it was security or the police, but it just happened to be a Tigers fan who wanted to shake my hand for my good work. In all that, my mate said I was fucked. He said, I'm Ian Saguna and I'm not a happy camper this week.
1: Oh, You are my hero slash I would have been fucking mortified. If someone did that in front of me,
0: I would be lying on the ground laughing for fucking half an oh my hour. Oh, God. Like, one of the best.
1: I love that story, but it's so wrong, Ian.
0: Oh, this is one of the best.
1: What about the multitude of kids that were standing behind and going, what the fuck oh, do you do now? they waited like, 30
0: seconds while someone had to go grab the ball and <laughs> Priceless. Uh, among other things, we got to, we got to, uh, some Facebook from uh, Gary Cox and uh, Coxie. 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 And he said, among other things, he said, uh, speaking to me, you know, he said, on the podcast, you sound like a man, but Glenn sounds like a 14 year old boy. <laughs> Hash real talk. It was just like totally random and not in the context of the conversation we were having. So. <laughs> To let you know, right? Eh, got another story here. Surely my voice
1: sounds more manly tonight. Oh yeah,
0: you're rocking. You know, and you're pretty much. Yeah, you know, if, if Barry White was a jockey, I'm
1: fucking probably up to 17. <laughs> am I? 17 <laughs> years of age.
0: Yeah. Oh well, yeah. If yeah. You know, if if a day. Fuck off, man. <laughs> Mad dog. You know, hey guys, Mad Dog here. Maddog underscore no space on Twitter. He sent this through Facebook, though. Just a little story I've been meaning to send into you for a while. The night begins at Suncorp Stadium where we went to watch the Dragons play the Broncos in a semi-final. 2011 it must have been. Anyway, no need for me to relive the events of the night, but I was obviously very happy with the result before hearing the amount of damage that cunt Beale inflicted on the next Immortal. After the game, we head out to the stock exchange in the city to celebrate a bit longer. Considering I was pretty happy, I decided to try it on with the Sheila. Sour face looking thing, but decent nonetheless. <laughs>
1: oh, <God>. I, was,
0: <laughs> I was doing pretty well. And then suddenly she went cold and was looking over the other side of the room. Then my mate comes over and says, Oi, that's Mark Gazzini, the useless cunt. He's with Dean Young and Nathan Fien. Anyway, before I could turn around and start talking to this bird again, she was halfway over to greet the bumhole chin fuckhead. <laughs> Obviously I, guess. Yeah, obviously, I wasn't <laughs> impressed, but I wasn't going to let that shit ruin my night, so we kept drinking. Every so often, we'd throw a taunt their way or pretend we were snapping field goals from 40 metres out. They seemed oblivious to our schoolyard tactics. Later on, we head to the pisser for a leak, and in walks Dean Young. Didn't realize until my mate yells out, Hey, youngie, you've got a small cock. Young laughed it off as if it were true and was inclined to believe, and I was inclined to believe my mate Kyle. Later on in the night, we are at the bar and another mate yells out something about a shout. As I'm a cheap bastard, I threw my order at the bartender before anyone could argue otherwise. We go grab our drinks and the bartender tells my mate the price. He points at Nathan Fiend to let the bartender know he was paying. Fiend grabbed his drink and said, I'm not paying cunt. My mate spent the rest of the night calling Fiend all the cunts under the sun and still swears to this day that Fiend said he was paying and every time we bring it up seems to hate him a little more. I left still pretty chuffed at the courageous result. Not sure if you blokes will find it as amusing as us, but we still piss ourselves about it.
1: Um, I find it interesting that anyone expected Nathan Fiend to pay for a bunch of drinks when he couldn't scrape up the cash to pay for some fucking teeth.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, drinks are much cheaper than alcohol. So, yeah, drinks are much cheaper than dentures or, you know caps or braces I mean, or whatever <laughs> he would have been earning a princely sum at the track and surely he was an
1: integral part of their side
0: yeah, yeah
1: yeah i heard a story about Wayne Bennett during that Alex McKinnon interview on the footy show where you know players were going to him and asking him for cash or he was offering him cash for what when for like saying oh Dean Gagai is notorious for fucking you know come close to payday he's always short of cash and uh, Wayne said, oh, look, I said to Dean, do you, need, do you need some cash until payday? He said, no, it's all right, Alex has already given me some. Why didn't Wayne slip fucking Feeney some money to get some teeth? What
0: is that? I'm, uh, look, honestly, I'm not... A, I'm it's, not, not th- a,
1: it's not a good look. It's not like he's missing them from the back, like they're right up front and everyone can see him.
0: Yeah, it was, you
1: know... Is he saving money on mouthguards as well? Is he very you thrifty?
0: Know, you know, he's got a mouthguard on most of the time, you it's think, so, you Penny know. pincher. So he's covering it up. I mean, what he's going to get struck with the the harsh reality, you know, post-football. You, you know, you can't walk around his life for, you know, 12 hours a day with a mouth guard in and obscuring... Maybe his he's got teeth. some
1: movie roles as a fucking meth addict coming up. Who knows? Maybe
0: maybe he does. Maybe he does. <clears throat> um, too much Facebook this week to talk about email. So membership. Uh, posted off all outstanding membership uh, packs on... Was it Friday? Thursday, Friday last week. Uh, I know there's people in Brisbane have, who've... Uh, Tweeted me or whatever, saying that uh, they've got theirs already. I think they got it yesterday, day before even. A bunch of international ones in there too, going to Japan and among other places. And uh, I'm told there'll be three to ten days. So you know, nine Australia Post and whatever fucking connecting connection you got over the other side. It'll be twelve. It'll be the full ten days at least. News. Okay, first story, Sonny, Bill Williams. He has left the door ajar on an NRL return and uh, has the the Codes' bosses backing should he wish to have a third stint in rugby league. He'll leave the Roosters at the end of this season, linking back to New Zealand rugby for the next two years. He'll be 31 when his next contract expires. It's my last year at the Roosters. For now, Williams said. Last year when I came back to the game, I didn't think I'd be staying for two years or winning a competition, so anything is possible. It just comes down to hard work and that self-belief. Of course, there's always a chance I will return, but I'm 29 now. My missus always says I'm getting older and older. She has to put those baths on for me after games now. I'm not, sure, <laughs> I'm not too sure how long I'll be running around. I can assure you no matter how long I am or when I'm running around, I'll be giving it 120%. I want to have a big end of the year, not just for myself and my family, but for the boys because I love it here. The boys are pretty much like brothers now. Dave Smith, for his part, said, "Uh, Williams, we welcome back to the code after his contract with the union ends. Um, While his relationship with Greenberg was strained after Williams walked out in the club, Greenberg, who's now the NRL's head of football, also wants Williams to return. His maturity is unbelievable, Greenberg said. He's an amazing athlete and an amazing person. He's a fantastic person to have in the game. Greenberg wouldn't have been saying that, fucking. That's a that's a that would be a written, That would be a, a, a written statement. I'm pretty that sure that someone else attributed to Greenberg. <laughs> like that's odd. No, Todd, nah, you fucking sign it. Sign it, cunt. Sign this, 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 bitch. This. this is your part of the statement, bitch.
1: I um. Nobody does the professional athlete hype, certainly within the rugby union and rugby league.
0: The Willy Wandy fucking thing.
1: Better than Sonny Bill Williams.
0: Yeah, I, I imagine you know, given it's Bill Williams, you're going to have a, you're going to have a, a longer opinion, a more verbose opinion on this subject. So I can get mine out of the way really quick. Okay. Don't give a fucking fuck. I fucking don't care. If he comes back, great. Yeah. Good. I mean, good. Just oh, good. It's like if you if he doesn't, don't fucking care either. I'm not going to lose any sleep if he doesn't come back to rugby league. He doesn't. He doesn't bring anything to rugby league.
1: The, the he brings a lot of fucking hype. For, is what he brings.
0: He brings hype. He, he he brings hype to to Channel 9,
1: which is the home of the game, Nathan. They own the game. That's fucking yeah, bring the bring the hype to rugby
0: league if he brings the hype to the owners of the game, it's, it it doesn't it doesn't fucking bring it to it's I mean people get sick of that shit. Absolutely they, bring, they like they the Verge bir- like bring such bring, a
1: polarizing bring, figure.
0: Exactly. I, I, it does not he's his involvement in the sport of rugby league does not impact my enjoyment on the game. One fucking little Minute little piece
1: between 2008 and 2013. Yeah, the game was just
0: fine. The game was better, even. Perhaps he's the fucking harbinger of the death of the game. Maybe it's his fault the referees are dumb cunts these days. Oh, he's fucking started up since he came back. Have they really? (laughs) Wow, that's an interesting.
1: I'd like everyone to go back to every episode of this show prior to 2013 and uh, make note of all the times where Nathan said things that contradicted what he just said.
0: I'm pretty sure you could go back through. I I, I defy anyone to listen to every episode of the show yeah. from before 2013. I'm not accepting that. I defy you to later. provide any examples. Look, <laughs> I, I, th- might, I just want someone just to waste their time fucking listening <laughs> to hundreds of hours. <laughs>
1: I don't I don't think he would have any, any trouble coming back to rugby league, um, in in the physical sense as far as his ability to, to play the game. He's um he's a he's the consummate professional, he looks after his body.
0: Tons of people play till they're thirty three if exactly. you want to do another so contract.
1: There's no reason why he can't do it. There's probably every reason why he will do it. Mm-hmm. Um he's he's obviously gonna go back to rugby union, um, for the World Cup and um make a ton of money there and come back in the same hype and everything will be uh, swirling around as to who he's going to sign for. Is he just going to go straight back to the Roosters and all the rest of it? And he'll come back to rugby league for a ton of money and then he might do a swan song in Europe playing rugby. And then it will be... Japan, a, some collect, f- easy comes. collect. Yep. Because at the end of the day, we always say it that rugby league or you know sport is a business and no one epitomises... The fact that it's a business and the players are a brand mm-hmm. more than Sonny Bill, mm-hmm. and that's been obviously um, that type of mantra is is probably come in no small part to, from Kodenasa, and a lot of people don't like it, a lot of people don't agree with it, but it's certainly made him extremely successful and. Um, I think during his time the time at the Roosters, he's actually been very very good for the club, very good uh, on the field, but also off the field as well. Um, he does polarise people, given the, the the fucking love in at Channel Nine and yeah. Um, yeah, and things like that. But um, I I don't think you could really say anything against what he's what he's done for the Roosters, um, and that's obviously had a positive effect um, and a flow on effect yeah, to the, to the rest of the game. I um. Really, if he if he stays in rugby or, or retires or, or whatever, I'm I'm not going to lose any sleep. But you know, if you want to buy some honey in a chair, but if he needs, you know, if his missus doesn't want to run his baths, I'll have a crack.
0: <laughs> Sponge <bar>. Um, <clears throat> there's been a lot of talk this week. Uh, there's always talk about Monday night football, <laughs> but this week especially. Given the low crowd on Monday night, there's uh, been a lot of talk about possibly the end of Monday night football, and uh, the verdict apparently is in, that uh, Mondays, no one likes Mondays for Monday night football. Crowds are the worst of each round, average television ratings are the lowest of each round, and the leading players don't like it. So in an embarrassing blow for Rugby League's strong brand, 40,000 seats were left empty for Monday night's match between the Roosters and Gold Coast at Allianz Stadium. Josh Morris yesterday called for more Thursday night matches ahead of games on Monday nights. The NRL's has come out in defence of the time slot, saying Monday nights will remain in a draw until at least the cur- end of the current broadcast deal in 2017, despite being the fourth choice each round. Monday night has the lowest crowds of any time slot each round. Games are averaging just 10,072 this season, and that figure is likely going to drop below the 10,000 mark as Penrith are hosting North Queensland and Melbourne in the next two rounds. Last Monday night's crowd was 6,345, the lowest of the entire season. The Friday night average, 20,018, nearly doubles that of Monday night. Monday evening crowds at nearly 6,000 behind the overall NRL average crowd of 15,932. So, uh, Paul Kine, the head of commercial for the NRL, stressed that uh, Monday Night Football was a significant part of the television rights agreement, that it would be wrong to judge Monday Night Football on one match played in the rain, Roosters versus Titans. The fact is there have been some great Monday Night games this week, this year, just as there have been some great games on the weekends. Monday Night Football will give fans another opportunity to watch Rugby League either at the ground or on TV and help us spread our reach to more fans.
1: I think it's important for the, for the clubs to get people to watch the games live. I get that. Yeah. Do you think Channel Nine or Fox really give two fucks about how many people show up? To this Fox round? don't give a shit. I mean, you know, right. they
0: want people to stay at home and watch it. I mean- exactly.
1: And like, so it's it's a tough argument to win. It's um, personally, I don't mind kicking back on a Monday night. It's you know, I don't mind. I I don't have any issue with it. I think. And if it was played it locally,
0: is. if, 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 if Manly had to play the Broncos at Lang Park yeah. or even the Gold Coast, and they have played the, the, the Gold Coast on yeah. Monday night before, and I'll, go, I'll make the track to go down sure. to the game. I mean, it's, I think it's just a general, it's just an exaggerated version of the general fan apathy to going to games live anyway.
1: Yeah. It is, it is tough. You know, on a Monday, it's, it's a bit like some of the Fridays in, in Sydney as well. The gra- crowds aren't that flash. Yeah. I think the you know, the Friday night average is a little bit padded given that the Broncos are getting thirty mm-hmm. thirty thousand.
0: And they're playing a lot of A and Z games as well, which can get, you know, yeah. like twenty you know twenty
1: twenty five as well. So um I personally don't mind Monday night football, but the fact that it is the fourth choice as far as the game, so when they, they nut out which game's going to be Friday, you know, then Super Saturday, Sunday, and then M- Monday gets the dregs, yeah. essentially, yep. then it means that you're putting on some pretty fucking ordinary games. Yeah. You know, you've got, and and it, it generally involves, you know, like a Sydney team versus an out-of-town or an interstate team. Yep. So,
0: That's not going to draw anyway. It's not going to draw They're any not opposing draw, team's fans. Yeah, exactly.
1: So you're going to get 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> Or, and you know, or you're
0: going you're to get the usual crowd that the, the home team would ordinarily bring, less the people that, you know, have other things in their lives on Monday nights. Because mm. the first day of the week, people don't want to, you know, on Friday night, you can go out, go to the footy, get smashed, and, you know, sleep it off on Saturday morning. Exactly. You know, for to a large part. Monday, you've got to work the next day. You can't go out and, get, you know, go large. And some people just live that far away. They're taking, you know, you, the game, well, it starts, kicks off about seven o'clock. Yeah. You know, it's all done and dusted by nine. You've got to sort out your transport. Depending on where the ground is, it could be fucking, you know, a shitty place to get to. And then your home, you know.
1: I just don't think that the the networks, or the, or the broadcasters, rather, are really going to give two fucks if people start trotting out the stats as far as the crowds at the games as to whether they think, Monday Night Football is viable for every seat that's not filled it's it's someone that is a bigger chance yeah. of watching the game and and, and when they talk about the know,
0: ratings being the lowest I mean, let's put it into top. context the season average this year for Monday Night Footy on Fox Sports is 224,000 people per game well that'd be households per game that's behind the average 7.30pm kickoff, which attracts an average of 246,000. Mm. And so this Monday night's game it was watched by an average of 225,000. So that's actually slightly above the 2014 season average. And it's not that far. It's only 20,000 behind the the, yeah. the so-called best, not, you know, the exactly. 730 night. So I don't think the ratings are a huge issue. Fox Sports for their part. So the fans love watching games on TV each Monday evening. Uh, Monday Night Football is highly valued by our TV audiences. Monday night's game was in line with our season average for Monday Night Football and was solid, given it featured one team, which is now out of the finals race. We've had a couple of very high-rating matches on Monday nights, including a round-six match between Storm and Dragons, which had 360,000 viewers. That's our highest-rating NRL match this year. So uh, we want to extend the weekend for NRL fans. They get a live game of NRL and plenty of entertainment on Monday night with blah, blah, Manny Johns, blah.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. No, and I personally don't have an issue with watching it on TV and I've been to plenty I'm of Monday night games at, at the Broncos so yep I'm well I've been to every Monday night game the Broncos have played yeah which a is a yeah, like, couple of which have been against the Tigers
0: yeah <laughs> I mean the Monday night well, I went, we went, it was Monday night I went to that Eels and Broncos game where Sandow, <laughs> where Sandow yeah. came back and tore them a new Arsenal was a Monday yep, night with Risby yep, yep. yeah Yes, I've been. I've been to a couple of Broncos Monday night games, and I've definitely at least once down to uh, the Gold Coast to see Manly on Monday night. Okay, moving right along. Next story. This is one that's close, close to your your pants, really. I mean, you you hadn't heard it before I told you, but oh, you pitched an absolutely fucking marquee when I told you. Dave Smith said the huge number of elite players with Pacific Island backgrounds can help grow Rugby League in the region and announced the Code's new Pacific strategy plan on Wednesday alongside Jared Hayne and Sonny Bill Williams and said the high-profile pair have helped increase popularity of the game into an area that historically has been a predominantly rugby stronghold. Sonny Bill part of the All Blacks World Cup winning squad in 2011 and helped the Sydney Roosters win the NRL Premiership last year. He's a huge name in Samoa, the birthplace of his father. Hayne represented Fiji in the 2008 World Cup and credits his time with the team as the catalyst for changing his life away from the field and becoming one of the game's best players. So uh, Sonny Bill's going to fly to Samoa this weekend to kickstart the program, and Hayne's going to fly to Fiji later once Parramatta finish their season. Um... Dave Smith said, "We've been thinking for a while how we might develop the game. Nearly 40% of our players are from the islands, so I think it's important to recognise that and the development potential there. There has is, been there is important for the game. I think it's very possible that we could see a team from the islands in the World Cup final in 2017." P&G, the only country in the world that has rugby league as its national sport, had a team in the Q Cup this year where they have more than held their own. Smith said it was too soon to talk of a team from the Pacific having a team in the NRL, but believes the game has a chance to help introduce football clinics and education programs for children in addition to, in addition to fostering better community links with local governments and businesses. png has been going for about a year now. It's been incredibly successful. It's about the time being right and having so many players who want to give something back. We'll be working in tandem with the respective governments and making sure the community benefits come through. Everybody plays their part. Uh, the opportunity for us to have a to, opportunity for us as a game to make people's lives better in Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, and PNG, is phenomenal. And a rich flow of players coming into the game mean it is worth the investment.
1: I love it. I love that they're they're thinking along those lines and and developing the game. Um, I think that's more of a strategic or a a, you know reinforcing something that's that's already there. There's already something there. I'd like to see them doing similar things in other in other areas via with the with the um, English governing body as well to get things happening in you know where there's. Netherlands and people like that have got rugby, yeah. uh, rugby league teams. Yep. You know, and I know it's it seems like a pipe dream, but fuck, if we're doing nothing, then it's never going to be anything, you know? Yeah. And you look at the Soccer World Cup, and it's not like that's been going for 200 years. You know, like that built from something, and yeah. um, there's no reason why with with increased broadcast deals... Um, in in Australia for the sport and and you know it may not happen in our generation but over time if we yeah. put start putting the work in now you can you could have
0: you know the world the cup is the world cup is building from a sport that that was already played in all these countries to a absolutely
1: you know, so like I said it may not happen yeah. in our generation I'd just like to see um not just a lot of the teams when it comes to world cup time a lot of the teams aren't there's just some token entries there.
0: Oh, you know, I mean the token entries in in terms of the, you know, half filled with NRL players who yeah. have, you know, grandmother's uncle's best friend. Sure. Holds a passport. That's it. my so.
1: my cat ate a pizza once. Oh, I can play for Italy. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um no, but I like I like the gesture, I like the sentiment and, and the and the work that they're putting in. Um Sunny how much work is Sonny Bill going to be doing for rugby league? Once he goes to rugby, probably not a great deal.
0: No, but he's, I mean he's, he's, he's going to head over there now, kickstart it, yeah, and then that's no. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just face of it for a month or two. Bash the next time on over there, and he can he can keep it running. Um, pretty good start. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Hayne as well is is a good choice, and that's a huge stat. Forty percent of the players are a Polynesian. Yeah, it's fantastic. I believe it. Yeah. Um, and you can see it at, at a grassroots level as well. um yeah. Nicklam was saying the other the other night. I think we've got. Like even Jackson, like his mum's South African. Yeah. So there's one kid in your entire team that has, I think, both his parents are. What born, born and bred in Australia. Like, yeah. Um. Every everyone else is Kiwi, Samoan, fucking yeah. yeah. It's even at, at that level, and it and it shows you can see the eights, the nines, the tens of. There's Polynesian kids everywhere, so um, they certainly love the sport, and that's you know that's half the battle. One, mm-hmm. if you can get that development happening and and it at a grassroots level, but build it all the way up to you know what they're doing with the PNG, and um, Q or Intrust Super Cup team. It's it's great. Um, there's some infrastructure there to, to build on via the government, etc. To to Really get them to an NRL standard um, and improve their, their World Cup team, but the work's being done and it's impressive.
0: Recaps. First game of Friday Night Football. Match of the round. South Sydney Rabideaus, 23, defeat the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 4, at the SCG. And uh, one of those good Friday Night crowds we were just talking about there. Over 27,000 people in attendance. Rabidos 23, came from tries to Kyle Turner, Wava, Johnson, Sam Burgess. Reynolds got a field goal and 3 from 4 conversions. And Seagulls uh, try to Peter Hiku.
1: Do you want to go? you want to say something?
0: You can go and I'll have my turn. Just like we normally do
1: thought you might have a fair bit to say, Nathan, about mealy. I've
0: oh, got my thing to say.
1: Your team got fucking teared up, Nathan. They got fucking yeah. disgraced. Fucking can't do it. They barely un- competed. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. That was my team. I always get, get that mixed up. I was going to
0: say, say <laughs> motherfucker, you, you, I'm going to feed you when it comes <laughs> to your game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, mate. I got mixed up. Um, This game brought all the toughness, intensity, and, and quality you expect from from two teams at the pointy end at this time of year. So um, it, it both teams left nothing in the tank, and I think the scoreline probably flattered the Rabbitohs um, to a certain extent. Manly were, were pretty tough, and, and they had their chances, um, some, some scramble. Um, some scramble got South out of trouble, but they, the Rabbitohs would have really gained some confidence um, from the win, but I don't think... Come finals time, if they meet again, I don't know that this game is going to give South the edge. They'll need to do the same job in the finals, um, and and especially Manly will go into another gear and and another mindset come finals time as they do. Um, so good for their confidence um, and a good step along the way for South. There's still work to be done um, if they, you know, really want to break that duck and and you know really challenge to make the grand final or, or and or win it. <laughs> Uh, but I, I don't know that Manly played really poorly. Did I reckon, Manley,
0: yeah, I reckon no, about sixty okay. percent. Cherry Evans did nothing. He was atrocious with the ball in hand. His kicking game was pretty good. Like his long kicking was like got him out of the shit a number of times because uh, oh. he was you know finding the grass or finding space between players and getting it back to like close to the in goal and everything. You, you know where they may have been. You know you know, struggle to make it to their 30-meter line, you know, with the ball in hand. But uh, with, with the ball in hand, though, he was fucking atrocious did nothing like it. I mean, it was almost like it didn't even see him called. He, you know, mm. he, he barely touched it. And when he did do things, you know, he you know fuck up like when he chucked it, you know, into Horro's head and yeah. stuff. I mean, he was fucked. Foreman was quiet. It was weird. It was kind of like the younger generation. <clears throat> Very quiet. Like, uh, uh, Jesse Senniel Fowler didn't do, you know, two-tenths of fuck all either. But... Then you had guys like Watmo. It was his best game all year, best game in ages. I mean, the motherfucker was making territory at will. Jamie Lyon was fucking great as well. And Brett Stewart's defense was just ridiculous.
1: His tackle on Inglis, uh, when Inglis looked, he was certain to score. Yeah. Uh, and just classic. It was like fucking Gary Jack reincarnated. Yep. Like classic cover defense, legs tackle. Yep. Brilliant. Yep. Absolutely brilliant. <clears throat> I think South... Um, and I had my doubts about them earlier in the season, um, given you know they've fallen at the last hurdle the last couple of years, and and I was wondering if if that was it, that was the window shut for them. And I'm not entirely convinced that it isn't, but it just seems that they have a little bit more of a of a patience about them when you play when they're playing even a quality side like Manly um, in the past. If they do get on a roll, sometimes they, they do get a little bit antsy and, and really want to force their hand, and passes go to ground, they make errors, and then all of a sudden, you know, the doors are ajar for, for the other team, and, and teams like Manly get over the top of them, yep. and that's why they've fallen. I thought in this game, you know, their, their forwards got on a roll, but they didn't push passes. They didn't, you know, and then Reynolds, guys like that didn't really. Overplay their hand either they were patient Reynolds kicking game still continued the field position um, and then when they got their chances they took them and I think that's actually a really good sign for South I don't know um, how their fans feel about it whether that's just how they expect them to play or how they feel they were playing before just... their
0: fans are only just sobering up right now from the grand final <laughs> celebrations
1: <laughs> there is so much South I don't know that I buy into the oh, to the South hate um, um Really? I, I don't really have it's a hatred so for used- I would not actually I wouldn't be slashing
0: Marissa if South won the comp. I think I, would, you know, I wouldn't slash my wrist if any team won the comp. I mean, that's you know slashing your wrist. I, I don't ridiculous. think they um, But I mean, it'd be probably it'd be one of the most disappointing outcomes for the game. I mean, it'd be far more satisfying if they were to be kicked out of the comp again. Let's be, <laughs> let's be real, and that's what <laughs> and most fans want. And this is what I'm talking
1: might. about. I don't I don't share that sentiment. I don't have an to um, with us and, uh, and having success.
0: And and let's and let's you know bring up some. I mean, there, there was you know their game is is predicated on. That type of game, you just they just can't you can't make mistakes, but it's also predicated on. Would if, you
1: rather South win the comp or the Cowboys with Robert Louis in the side lifting the trophy? Oh fuck! Taking a kiss off fucking Clive Churchill's missus.
0: Would I rather? Would I rather get get cancer of the anus or cancer of the of the fucking knob of my dick? Well, you know it's really hard to They're both pretty unsatisfactory results. They're pretty both. They're both pretty poor outcomes. I mean, it's. I guess it, it's, you know what'd happen. It'd be like the the, the 2012 Grand
1: Final. Those decent sized cancer cells.
0: It'd be it'd be like it'd be like, it'd be like two, 2012 Grand Final, where I'm like, oh fuck, I'm not even gonna watch this kind of a game, and I end up watching it, and then I start cheering for one of the teams because I. And then then you know, in your heart of hearts, when you're watching the game play out on the field, you're like, well, fuck I'm not them. saying if
1: they played each other. Oh, okay. If you had a choice as to who was going to win.
0: Oh, fuck, I couldn't. I couldn't. That, that's that's an impossible choice. Interesting. That's impossible. Be
1: fucked if I'd ever want Robert Louis to see any sort of fucking Premiership success.
0: That motherfucker has. He's had. He's has trouble holding down a first grade position though. So I mean, there's nothing to well, say. Any he'd club, be there.
1: Yeah. Any club since. Yeah. He's been shown. His, has shown his true colors.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, that would suck for him. But it would suck. it suck for all of all of the. You know, there's a bunch of people. You know, that are just as bad in the south anyway, side. Goodwin
1: rabbitos. I don't really understand the multitude of fucking hate. I think well, it I comes think from fuel. the desperation of south fans. They fuck me. The, the majority right. of their fan base has never seen them be successful, and they've had so many fucking hard times.
0: The thirst, The thirst is real. Absolutely,
1: the first is real. The, yeah, but fuck <laughs> me. But also, is this what you know? If sharks got to that level and they were a fucking really good sight, really good sight?
0: Well, I mean, they came close in two thousand and eight. They did to to that level. You know, they they got blasted out by storm pretty unceremoniously <laughs> in the semi, but or I in mean, a qualifying final. But the the, the thing is as well, the South's thing is fed badly by well, it's it's detrimentally by Channel Nine. Yeah. They will fucking go on the glory, glory. Rabs, Rabs is a South fan, isn't he? And fucking doesn't it show? Is he really? Is cool. Yeah, I think so. And, and if he isn't, Jesus Christ, it shows in his call. I mean, he's atrocious. I mean, they're biased. I mean, Phil Gould, he comes from the position of like the obviously he's got a, you know, a stake in Penrith doing well, but in, when it comes to commentary, he'll always take the traditionalist sort of thing, like, oh, you know, the old fucking team, you know, and then in, in terms of the raps, oh, they haven't had success for a well. while, oh, you know, you'll talk them up. And the South fans buy into that shit so badly. The ones that don't, you know, fair play to you, but the ones that buy into it are just fucking irritating. And then...
1: Every every team has a bunch of irritating cunt fans. Yeah, yeah, but this is... I don't know the Souths have a a greater number of them.
0: This is is more in terms, though, of, you know, talking about, you know, like, jumping the gun on premiership opportunities and things like that because they're just so fucking starved for any reason to
1: believe. Hey, you're talking to someone that fucking wasn't all that long ago... Maybe, you know, a season ago was calling for his team to win the com undefeated. I mean... Well, yeah, that's talk-
0: five five years in a row. you called from at the start of this year, I didn't you? Did, I? I did not say it this year. Really? No. I was, oh, okay. I was measured. I was Rewi- measured
1: and I was composed. i
0: we'll have to rewind that because I think there's a good chance you probably did. But, I mean, the, the, the Souths gameplay is predicated on, uh, on not making mistakes and also I think it's predicated on getting a lot of starting your sets from 40 metres out from the try line from getting piggyback penalties downfield, which they got all first half in this game. But the biggest issue I had with this game was the fucking targeted, deliberate, rubbing out of fucking Steve Matai five minutes into the game by Isaac Luke and fucking George Burgess. Um... George Bird is obviously getting you know an insufficient two games on the sidelines for pleading guilty to it, um, but you know guilty he was a fucking cunt. But uh, I mean, that's ridiculous to deliberately injure a player, and this is and this is the same South side that tried to do the same thing last year with the leg pull with Lima on Watmo. They knew Watmo had the knee thing, and then and they knew that Mattai only just he was coming back from the arm. Common denominator, former South Storm assistant. But no, but yeah, uh, well, yeah. When he. remember, over in England, he was notorious as well for his coaching teams of of, of grubs to you know injure people and shit as well, match. So I mean, motherfuckers, he's notorious for it. And uh, and the way and Matoy only had five minutes. Five, he was only in the game five minutes. Carved them twice badly down that side as well. And you'll remember as well, Manly, when they did have opportunities to score, there were three separate opportunities. Weren't you lauding that-
1: Terry Lamb? Not a week ago. For Terry Lamb. You? Ellery Hanley?
0: No, fuck, I'd never, I never lord that. I was going for Balmain in that game. Fucking no way would I have No way. Um, and there was a couple of opportunities Manley had down the left-hand side where you better believe that if it was Brett Stewart going passing to Matai to, to Fua instead of, you know, Brett Stewart having to force a pass or you know coming from like Bureau or someone like that to to, to follow, you best believe that those tries would have been scored as well and it would have been a very different outcome I think South were definitely a better team on the night though and uh, they deserved their win but uh, once again when it counts we'll see what happens and I imagine the usual thing will happen uh, How what, what odds Channel 9 and the NRL trying to rig the draw as much as they possibly can to get Manly and South on the opposite side of the draw come grand for one time
1: I right buy into the <laughs> fact that uh, I just don't have that in me
0: they tried desperately to get south it's and east to the grand final last time oh fuck yeah! and mainly upset the apple I, Cup I, the last if title. I really
1: got to the point where I honestly believed that there was that sort of conspiracy and corruption yeah I, I wouldn't support the game I would just go away and fuck
0: it is, m- is, is there money to be won on the, on, on the sport the rugby league of course. That's then there's st- a, then a, there's stuff. That's happening. a loaded question. Then I mean, there's stuff, then there's shit happening and and, and and as it does with every single sport where there's money riding well, on the outcomes. Until
1: I have evidence that it is actually fucking happened <laughs> from a, a referee being paid or, you know, administrators at the highest level of the game fucking orchestrating results,
0: I'll um I'll generally try and fucking look on the bright side. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Pollyanna. Scotty Eel said All Souths fans are doing tonight is booing Haven't heard them boo this much since the government announced work for the doll Solzy 04 That is a massive statement from Souths tonight Watch for Manly to turn that around when it really matters Uncensored Steve Manly bent over by the ultimate pretenders peeking too early (laughs) Hash fuck Manly (laughs) Hash fuck Souths Shayna and Elvis Souths best game of the year by miles Manly left fully chapoed. but only a fool writes them off uh, Pampas AU, South's too strong. Greg Inglis is a beast and Sam Burgess a machine. The young guys in the team are electric, hash. South's, I'm not sure why it needed that hashtag. And uh, at 26 rounds. PSA, everyone stock up on ponchos in prep for the media slash South's bukkake party that's about to kick off, hash. August premiers. And finally, uh, Warriors suck balls. Uh, Pitter the winger, Matai also winged by grubs beat South in the finals Hashiku Haiku also on Friday night did you go in on Friday night? Mm mhm Brisbane Broncos 41 defeated the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs 10 at Suncorp Uh, crowd of 28 and a bit thousand in attendance the Broncos 41 came from tries to Copley Vito double to Ben Hunt Barber Oates and Thayday McCulloch got himself a field goal Corey Parker 3 from 4 conversions Ben Hunt 2 from 3 conversions and a penalty goal to Corey Parker Bulldogs, 10 points, came from tries to Josh Reynolds and Josh Jackson. Trent Hodkinson, one from two.
1: Ben Hunt with an absolute supreme performance in this game. I think the the M medal is Jared Haynes to lose, but um, if Haynes has a a slip-up or a couple of ordinary games or or Power really drop their bundle, as they've done on numerous (laughs) occasions this season, um, and Ben Hunt continues on the form that he has been over the last month or, or two, um, and really, over the whole season, he, he hasn't had any horrible games. Last week, sorry, last week, I wouldn't say it was horrible. It wasn't. It certainly uh, wasn't one of his better better yeah. games. And he had games earlier in the season where his kicking game definitely needed to improve, as it, and it has over the course of the season. Um, but I, I think he's probably a Hain. You know, a couple of ordinary Hain games, or, or maybe if Hain misses a couple of games from f- through injury, it or has whatever, to be it has
0: to be injury because yeah. like as as we'll talk about later on with the Parramatta game. It doesn't matter how Parramatta, how well they play, Haynes picking up the three points yeah, every yeah, time.
1: Yeah. Um, and legitimately so too. Yeah, cautious. yeah, definitely. Um, ben Barber, you could see from the very start, he was itching to get involved in this game and um, and try and stamp his mark on it. Um, he had a couple of moments, but the try that he scored was, was absolutely brilliant. Uh, he had a hell of a lot of work to do. He gave the crowd... Um, a bit of stick to after. I don't know if that came through on the cameras, but um, he kicked the ball uh, as, as high and as far into the crowd as he could um, and then turned around and stood in front of the Bulldogs. And, Section. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and gave, gave him a bit of stick. I'm yeah. just, you know, it it wasn't because of the fans. You know, I'm sure he's copped plenty. Don't get me wrong. but 100% deservingly so. Sorry? It wasn't because of the fans that... That led it to his demise. At the end of the day, he needs to, you know, be accountable for his alleged actions. Yep. Um. And and maybe, you know, pull his head in a little bit. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, I, I just thought that was a little bit disrespectful. Um. Because how much of that fan base, uh, supported him through supported the, him yeah. and were shattered to see him go. So. Yeah. Um. It was fairly obvious at the ground. Um. And close to the action that the Bulldogs. Ford's made ground and plenty of it, but they just seem to be thwarted by Brisbane's scramble. Um, they tried to get at Hunt, and he stood tall, um, even coming up with a one-on-one strip on Tony Williams, of all people. Uh, but Williams Williams made a bunch of errors. Um, Cassiano proved that his ankles are ticking time bombs. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I, I think... If you can just hang with the Bulldogs, they, they're they just not the same side they were not, you know, two seasons ago. Absolutely
0: so. fucking mystifying this game. No one could have predicted
1: No. That I, they'd fall in the heat
0: that bad. They are a team I, in crisis. I was
1: filthy at my mate, Troy, um, who's a massive Bulldogs fan, and showed up to, to our members' seats in full Bulldog regalia. Um, and looking like a complete jerk, I might add. But... <laughs> He was he was pumped for the game. He's cheering him, you know, during the warm up, and everyone's going off. Oh, went, went there
0: expecting a win. Sorry, absolutely. Went there expecting a win.
1: and he kept deflecting because everyone's like, "Shut up, mate!" He's like, "Wait, all this can shows up when it's Tigers' time." <laughs> He's a fucking lunatic. Don't worry about me.
0: Trying to dump you in the shit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm like fucking. What are you talking about? I'm like a fucking little church mouse. Mouse. Um, he was he was into it. All the way up until it was pretty obvious that Brisbane were running away with it. Yeah, and
0: it was only getting worse.
1: And fuck, he copped it. He copped it sweet, though, as he does. He's he's a he's a very very good sport. But fuck, it would have been hard for him because jeez, they got <laughs> towed.
0: Did he did he stay there till the final siren?
1: Absolutely. That's good. Um, a lot didn't. I, lot heard, of those I heard there was Exodus streaming out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one guy got um escorted out after a blue and he got the treatment from the bay that bay so you've got the away supporters bay which is strategically placed at the end bay on that that yeah. side then you have got the big gap where they can go around under the stadium yep. and then you've got that bay on the corner yeah um which is obviously facing behind the goal line that's the, uh, the nemesis so, the
0: nemesis bay for the for the away bay
1: essentially they yep. fuck
0: they give it to him we fucking go hard against that bay every yeah. time. So I remember there were some chicks giving us fucking massive stick. That uh, last year's manly game with the Broncos, and that was the one where Wolfman scored like at the fucking absolute yeah, yeah. death. And they were giving us absolute stick, and then all of a sudden, fucking, we scored. Nothing and, to say. And then we ran into these bitches at the Caxton afterwards, and they were very fucking sorry. <laughs> very, very, very
1: sorry. <laughs> As in good sports about it or did you almost Yeah,
0: they were kinda of good sports but very embarrassed about the way the way the way the way they carried on and the come up until they got because they because they the, the results turned around. Suite. Yeah, no, the Coppet Sweet, yeah. yeah.
1: No, but um look impressive from Brisbane. Um you can see it's that time of year teams are starting to stand up and show how badly they want to make the eight and some teams aren't, which we'll get to but um the dogs are in free fall at the moment. I don't really know what they have to do to turn it around. Sack Hasler. Um, I don't know how how long Cassiano's out for, but it certainly didn't look good at the ground.
0: So, Yep. Sack um, Hasler. It's the only way. His fucking time is done. Imagine. Just fucking imagine. Oh, mate. Make some Sack Hasler shirts. Mup needs to get onto it. <laughs> you know that motherfucking get a coach sacked. <laughs> uh, f- we should talk about Josh Reynolds and his... Filthy little grub cunt tactics.
1: I thought that people were going to rush the, rush the turf and just like
0: murder him. Yep, deservedly so.
1: Because there's times where you know Brisbane crowds are fairly quiet during general play. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the Broncos make a break or score a try, then they go nuts, and then it goes quiet. The fucking vitriol. <laughs> That was leveled at Josh Reynolds after kicking Sam Thorday in the yeah. face with both feet.
0: Yeah. Which... It was like Benson Henderson on Frankie Edgar, that shit.
1: Which was fucking stupid at the end of the day. Thorde exaggerated his dive, don't get yeah, me wrong.
0: he socketed it up a lot. He
1: did, but...
0: But it still happened.
1: It, it still... He, at the end of the day, he was kicked in the face with two feet. Yeah. No, no two fucking studs up, mm-hmm. straight in the face. Yeah. Which is a dog act, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the high tackle that happened every game he, you know,
0: it was just icing though on the cake of like everything else. the he'd fucking
1: done. trip though
0: that was a sweet inside leg kick <laughs> <laughs>
1: it wasn't It wasn't even like a split second where you he like he's beating me and I'm trying to you know get my leg over to try and yeah. attempt to make a tackle. Yeah. he's literally fucking kicked him,
0: yeah, and that brain that that kind of level of conscious brain explosion you yeah. know like degenerate 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 and then bam explosion then bam another one and then like you know, the head high was you know not as much of a thing but still you know taken into accumulation with those How, other ones
1: okay should have got ten in, minimum 10 in the bin for the kick in the face on thought eh, as far as I'm concerned uh, yeah I mean if what, I can go and cool down now you can see that the tensions between yeah. the teams are simmering yep if I can go and cool your heels mm-hmm. sit down for 10 that didn't happen. Put it on report. Okay. We'll accept that decision. The trip is instant send-off. Every That's fucking day. It, yeah, why it wasn't... Unacceptable yep. for that to not be... For, if referees are at that stage where they cannot make that call...
0: I've seen far, far less severe trips gone with, you know...
1: If you can't look at that and say that that is an instant send-off... And if, if anyone in rugby league says that act isn't an instant send-off offence, then I don't fucking want to support Rugby League. Be fucked if you want to watch players doing that shit.
0: This is the sort of referee that Sonny Bill brought with him, I told you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's... Again, the punishment doesn't fit the crime either, and he should be made an
0: example of. That shit that he did, you know, taking an accumulation... He really shouldn't play again this year. No, and I thought to. even
1: even just for the trip, yep, he should be made an example of and not play again this yep. year. Yep. Which depending on how far the Bulldogs go, but I um I don't know. I just I just think you know every every team and every player is looking for that competitive edge, and sometimes you know in the biggest of games, mm-hmm. if I'm only going go for four weeks, yep and it's a big game, and I can fucking kick someone's feet out from under him and stop him from getting past me and scoring a try, I might have a crack. Yep. If yep. I've got a good lawyer that says he's precedent, Yep. and if your precedent's fucking 12 weeks or 10 weeks, mm-hmm. there's probably some hesitation there. If yep. it's four, Yeah. we might miss the next four weeks of, uh, the first four weeks of next season, if we're in a grand four. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Just fucking kick his shin as he's running flat out,
0: Snap his leg, fucking Anderson Silver style. Exactly.
1: There's, there's nothing to say that, that couldn't happen. Well, you know, we're back to that subject of course. shunter style. Fuck we, we, you, can, you know,
0: we're back to the subject of people, pur- pur- you know, purposely taking players out of the game. Yeah, you know, like the Rabbits do. It's just, it's a fucking disgrace. Next, Bulldogs free fall though. They could finish like twelfth. The way they're going the the they may not thing. win another game this season. They're so shit. I mean, they, they, have, they do look ordinary. It's so funny. Like the team, the team in crisis is fucking you know, they're still going okay, and then you got these other teams that are like minor crises and crises in the scheme of things. Interesting theory. Bulldogs. What crisis does the Bulldogs even have in the first place? Exactly. Just just losing games. That was you know, it's like not like got fucking something crazy going on. Not that's, not that you know, hit public knowledge yet. Anyway, but they're playing like a team that has just absolutely fucking dropped their bundle, and I for one couldn't be happier for it.
1: I wonder if it's the Ennis departure.
0: Yeah, I don't. When, the, but what about it? They're, they're pissed off he's going, or well, mean, what, maybe what's the, the angle? players
1: are. Maybe I mean, he obviously wanted to go. I never
0: heard any angst of the. Well, he was. They they bought they bought Litcher in there. And, you know, they made yeah. it clear that he wasn't the hooker going forward I think he was pretty much not showing the door but you know next best thing exactly
1: and if that's the perception of the players then maybe
0: but that played out a long time ago contract finalized it all happened you know a month and a half ago before the tampering thing okay so you know that's, that, that that would have you think that would have won then. a game in a month yeah that's true and they've been ordinary for a period before yeah. that maybe it is I mean I wouldn't think maybe that it's uh, just
1: haven't recovered from the beating the Tigers handed them I don't know
0: yeah maybe Maybe. We'll get to that beating in a little while. Freak 09. Josh Reynolds is the worst thing to happen to rugby league since Manly joined in 1947. Then <laughs> he's gone hash, will get a favourite? And I've immediately hit favourite on it. He's like, yeah. Right. Touche.
1: Still won't read it out. But <laughs> you did.
0: Runoff, run off. Watching Reynolds' litany of brain explosions was enjoyable to watch, but blatant and deliberate trip deserved a send off. Anki D, a.k.a. Guantanamo Luigi now. Red Cross plans humanitarian mission into Bulldogs club to save to stop the bloodshed and wanton destruction of chairs. Hash save the chairs. <laughs> and they showed them the big screen at the Broncos, yeah. When yeah. he's gone in the dressing room and booted. Oh, I didn't
1: see it at the ground, but yeah, I, um, yeah they, they did. Did shout and the crowd it was a bit of did give a bit of a cheer, and then by the time we looked up, it was gone.
0: I imagine it would have been the uh, similar to in the two thousand eight grand final when they showed Cameron Smith on the big screen sitting on the sideline looking sad when the game was gone. That was the most. That's the biggest boos I've ever been involved with and seen in the game ever. Um, moving right along, the Newcastle Knights thirty-two defeated the Melbourne Storm thirty, A crowd of just under fifteen thousand. Where were you, Knights fans? For fuck's sake, Knights thirty-two tries to the house and Tyrone Roberts and Chanel. Mata Yatia, I'd love to know what the actual official pronunciation of those guys is. Uh, Dane Gagai, Travis Widell, and the Iwate Parte with the crucial one. Gidley, four from six conversions, defeat the Storm 30, tries to Billy Slater. A fucking quadcopter, what do you call it? Fucking to Sisawaka. <laughs> quadcopter. Will Chambers and uh, Cameron Smith, three from six.
1: Cracking game. Well, well, cracking spectacle as far as the the result
0: goes. At the end of the game, it was it was it was cracking. I mean, before that, there was there was a lot to a lot to hate about this game. It was pretty ordinary, but fuck me, it came alive. For all the
1: building and and the slow burn that Melbourne have been doing this season and building um, towards the the finals, I don't know that they've been the same side um, this season, but you can just see them. I have witnessed them slowly getting back every week. They take some more steps um, towards being the Melbourne Storm that we expect them to be. But at the moment, clearly they still have the, these sorts of uncharacteristic losses in them.
0: It's this problem yeah. they've got over there with fucking Corabetti. I mean, that guy can run with a fucking ball like you wouldn't yeah. and, believe. He can put a ball down like a, a, an acrobat. Tiger, and he, you the fucking
1: Tigers fans that are still saying, I can't believe we let Cora go. Well,
0: yeah, the thing is, yes, but he's a warm body that you need. You need warm bodies in the positions in at, this, hindsight, at this stage.
1: but long-term, yeah. okay, well, he might, help us out, might have helped us out for six games this season. Yeah. And and Curtis Rowe, to his credit, he's, he's three foot tall and he's a fullback. He's fucking yeah. not a winger's jockstrap. But, again, he's a warm body. You don't know that that is going to eventuate. Yeah when Pat Richards has played every game, yeah. you don't know that, you know, five seconds after Coro walks out the door, Pat's going to do a hammy. Yeah. Um, and Coro, fuck me, defensively and under a high ball, very cool.
0: High ball, is like fucking like Takiri's poor. fucking son. <laughs> He's the son of Takiri. He's <laughs> so, um, like Michael Barney's and, fucking lost brother. People
1: lose sight of that. When they see him, you know they see him scoring to and he's busting to, tackles like yeah, busting tackles. And, you know, and, we all know he can do that, and that's yeah. fantastic. But if the defence happened, you know, if the defensive or the opposition rather happens to limit that to to one try or zero tries, yeah, maybe even two tries. Yeah, come out, and with then, a then plus he lets in different. four. Yeah, exactly. How are you going with that? Yeah, I um, I thought that the. The tries that they gave up to lose the game were, were perhaps the most concerning aspect. The of second last try
0: was fucking delicious. The one-on-one strip, Billy Slater, Billy Slater going from dummy half, Waddell fucking strips him and dives over Clever. the of sticks, sticks, just Clever tremendous. Play. Arrogant from Billy Slater to not think that that was going to fucking happen yeah. with time ticking away. Because this is the thing: even when the Knights were behind; they were up, for, they were up for this game at a point.
1: But a one-on-one strip coming off your own line and and then a simple strip of the numbers to give a try in the corner. Look, well, that's that's not. Yeah,
0: one. but to be to be fair, I mean that last play, they were throwing the kitchen sink at him, and they were going, you know, right to left, you know, eventually. <laughs> You know, eventually those things can crack, and people will complain about Corbetti's defence on uh, letting in that last try. But at the end of the day, there was, they were so overlapped there. I mean, that's that's not down to him. He actually he he kind of tried to man up. And if it hadn't been Uate uh, going over, it would have been the guy immediately on the inside of him who threw the final pass, whose name escapes me. Yeah, so. I'm,
1: I'm not sure who it was. Other than the kick to win it, Gidley's words post-match were, were possibly his finest moment. He had some really great things to say about the, the people, you, yeah. you know, the crowd and they've had some tough times this year and yeah. we've put in some dud performances in yeah. front of them and, and this was, you know, yeah. it was good to
0: and it's one thing, it's good you're good to make that speech after you just get you a know, boss the fucking touchline conversion <laughs> yeah, absolutely. over after the time. So so fucking and, one. Yeah, yeah. I mean like that, that game was very fucking close to to winding down at 30-20 as yep. well, you know. Like, yep. <laughs>
1: yep. No, exactly. Right, <laughs> if not for the genius and fucking quick of thinking of Travis
0: Woodell, yeah. They wouldn't have they and you know, yeah, they had to quickly take the goal and then they had like, you know, ninety seconds left by the time they got the kickoff.
1: Travis Woodell didn't even have a club at the start of the season, did he?
0: Uh, what did that, what happened to him? I mean, it was, he was a long camera, time. Was, yeah. So he was a late pickup, was he? I can't yeah, remember. I, I, I honestly can't remember. So fucking, yeah. he's earned his entire yearly pay packet with Just that in one that, thing. Yep. Oh, yeah. Spurred that's third inspira- one. Inspirational, and and I, when they scored, I tried. I, I jumped to my feet. I was fucking invested in in the storm losing, and it happened. So I was. I, I Any
1: time Nathan Gearless jumps to his feet in the nude whilst watching football, his wife runs upstairs and locks the door. <laughs> She can only assume the worst.
0: <laughs> yeah, so has to slot it in from the touchline.
1: <laughs> just like, just like a, give, give, give from bit, under the door. What?
0: Give me the razzle dazzle, <laughs> Matty Gidley style. What do you just roll it under the door?
1: Jesus <laughs> Christ, Nathan! It's
0: like fucking laser. He's on it. <laughs> but I'm um, just on a reel. I was gonna make I was gonna make a, a joke then, like a, a Guardians of the Galaxy joke for yeah, for, 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 for and the no for, one else the, would get it. Nah, it's good. Everyone get it. Do you remember this? This is a story. The listeners don't know this story, but about two weeks ago, I've showed you the trailer for it, one of the later trailers for it, and I said this is going to be the biggest Marvel movie possibly of all of them. And, and I was you've watched shut and you watched mouth. and you've watched and gone, yeah, fucking whatever. You know, essentially that looks like shit. Its pretty much I what you said. I don't
1: know that I said that. You're sensationalizing now.
0: <laughs> it's pretty much... It might, the words might have not come out I like that. I might have
1: said, I don't really get it because I don't understand what the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy are. I don't... I'm not a comic book
0: <laughs> Well, this this is the thing. That, I mean, even their comic book appearances uh, are very, very few compared to, like, you know, your major franchise. They're very obscure. It was a massive gamble by Marvel. It was the biggest gamble they've taken on their movies so far, I think. And it could have gone, you know, very bad and threatened the way they wanted to expand their universe for future movies and stuff. But it's actually gone gangbusters, and it's universally reviewed as the best Marvel movie to come out. And I, I saw it on what Monday night? Fucking sensational! But I was going to make a joke out of that. Please don't. I can't. I can't do it because you won't get it. Good. I was going to go. Like, shh, 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 you know, the way just to explain the way that I get my uh, my penis moving. And, shh, 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 shh. People who've seen the movie know what I'm talking about. Michael Rooker, fucking man. Anyway, <laughs> you got anything else to say on this game? No. <laughs> All underscore is underscore. Matautia and Matonutia in the space of a minute. Ash with <laughs> I do need an official, uh, need an official ruling, though. If you know where wherever he's from, if you're from there. Give us an official phonetic ruling on how to say that, or even do like Wherever a Wherever
1: he's of, from, if you're from there, yeah, well, let I mean, us know. Well,
0: because I don't want some fucking, some cracker-ass cracker coming up going, oh, yeah, it's fucking, you know, like-
1: Like all underscore is underscore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: he's but he's pointing out the terrible pronunciations of it, and that's Isn't fine. he from
1: Bundaberg or something? Pretty sure he's not from
0: there. Maryborough or something like that. Oh, it? yeah, yeah, Some Someplace where hicks congregate. <laughs> yeah,
1: some some place <laughs> at, where dumb people come from.
0: At, at Nightwatcher. <laughs> Is it coincidence that the week Rick Stone trains the team due to Wayne being bedridden the night's win? I did not know that that was actually the case. Really? Yeah.
1: Wayne was throwing a leg.
0: Yeah, well, you are something. He's fucking and Fluffy. Trying to get him back. JR underscore buff. I will not
1: sleep for days.
0: (laughs) JR underscore buff. Razzle-dazzle clutch kick from Matt Gidley's brother. Hash. I can't spake.
1: It's still still turning up. (laughs) I think
0: I tweeted something like that right after he's kicked that goal. I think i said something like that. Uh, Mr. B75. That's B-E-E-E-E-E. 75. Five E's. Plenty of razzle-dazzle tonight. So brave. Just so, so brave. This is a guy that I can't recall that. I can't recall that Twitter handle coming in front of me in the past. But uh, yeah. there's there's plenty of plenty of references in that one tweet there just to say, that, you know, this motherfucker listens to the show. Yeah, at I like evil, it. At Evil Conspiracy. Bellamy pissed off because the ref is actually calling the grub tactics from the storm. Hash, long time coming. Hash, shut the fuck up, Bellamy. And actually, I wouldn't mind discussing that. You know, Ashley Klein, the only referee this week, has been dropped. To be dropped. Right. Referee of this game, storm fans blowing up Deluxe, saying that he was trying to keep the knights in the game.
1: Oh, because it's all a conspiracy.
0: You know what? A referee that is not that that takes an interest in preventing the fucking wrestle fucking that the storm carry on with. I'm actually for that, and I hate Ashley Decline. Like Maybe. you know, you know, I hate that guy. But Ashley Decline. Oh, I will.
1: Fuck, I will... Do you know, we got a guy, and uh, working for us, and his name's Decline. Yeah. We just, his middle name his middle name his middle initial is D
0: what's his first name Tigers
1: no <laughs> yeah he's he's from Eastern Europe his uh, first name is Tigers and uh, yeah no Tigers T- because we he started making jokes about decline and stuff like that I was like oh, fuck you should get a run on our show
0: he, he makes so, a mistake he, and he was he's like, like you're, well, in dec- you're in
1: decline yeah, cunt. my middle name is like oh, I can't remember what he said fucking douchebag or David or
0: dickhead or something and, uh, yeah, D, D-Klein, <laughs> fantastic. Here's a, uh, here's a Twitter name. The name on there is uh, you what, and the Twitter handle is at underscore, oh, sorry, you, at, at you underscore FKN underscore WOT underscore M8. You fucking what, mate? Purple cheese got whacked by the Canes of the Newcastle players in their retirement homes. <laughs> it's Mitchell180. No hash ref's fault. Just terrible fucking defending on the edges. I still can't spake.
1: The Mitch's love, I fucking can't speak. Oh,
0: but yeah, that that was.
1: They will flog a dead horse, those blokes. Oh, all sixteen thousand
0: of them. North Queensland Cowboys sixty four defeated the West Tigers six up there at thirteen hundred teeth, crowd of uh, under twelve and a half thousand. Cowboys sixty four. Here we go. Lucky we're ahead of schedule on the show tonight. Tries time-wise. for
1: everyone, including half the fucking crowd.
0: Hat trick to Matthew Wright. Tarek Sims. in fifteen jo- minutes. Yeah, yeah, the first fifteen wasn't it? Tamalolo got a double. Tarek Sims got one. Double the Winterstein. time. Double the double the torn the torn. Michael Morgan got one. Kane Linnett got one. Fuck me, there was a lot of multiples out there. Thurston eight from twelve conversions. A shit night from the boot. Only sixty six percent. What are you doing, Johnny? Tiger six points. Tries the Aaron. Imagine Wicks if you kick twelve to-
1: from twelve. Seventy two to six. Jeez. Fuck. Give me a break.
0: And the West Tiger six came from tries to Aaron Woods and a conversion to Corey Patterson. Oh, good work, Corey. Explain yourself. Explain these cunts to me. I don't, I, I can't spake. <laughs> I fucking can't
1: spake <laughs> either. I, I couldn't even fucking write a suicide note. Look, this was this was a game where, as a playing group, they had an opportunity to come out and put everything to fucking
0: bed. Robbie had his say on the Footy Show, yeah. you know, two nights before. That
1: was it. Okay, close the door on that. Let's coming out as a playing group. Fucking put that bullshit behind us, and and play for the coach. If that's indeed what we're the, the, what their intention the, is, the statement that we're trying to make. Yep, play for the fucking coach. Have a dig, and and I could have handled a close competitive loss where it was quite obvious
0: that they're putting in against a team that's more that trips they were busting and, their fucking
1: yeah. gutting. Things didn't work out for him, but okay, we're on the right track again. Yep, I could, I could have cop that. Yep. And if if that close competitive loss had it meant that we missed the eight, let's be honest, young side, lots of hap, you know, lots of fucking changes to the side over injuries, etc. Over the course of the season, we missed the eight games like that. Close competitive loss, you go, fucking lots to work work from. Next no, that's year, that's
0: what, what you you would go. Oh good effort from the kids but jeez, if we had a scraped in the eight we'd be the they wouldn't want to play
1: that's exactly right Nathan as it stands we've been towered by 58 fucking points by the North Queens and Cowboys a team which has fucking been so psychologically battered by the West Tigers since 2005 they don't even fucking know that they're Cowboys anymore
0: You didn't invoke the whole we own the Cowboys thing on the show last week, and that's probably the difference between the sides. No,
1: because this whole bullshit with the board and and Mayor and Robbie and all the other stuff with fucking Triple M and Matty Johns and Gordon Tallis, it had me rattled as well. Reading all that (laughs) fucking bullshit every fucking day, and then you you see Robbie fucking tweeting this or saying that, and the players are saying that, and coaches coming out and saying they're not the mayor's saying
0: fuck all how could you spend five years doing this show with me and not have some of the fucking calm under fucking under crisis rub off on you nah. it's either way that I just fucking just play a straight back to everything come on you don't get rattled by this shit
1: inside <laughs> I was rattled. I didn't want to say it on the show, but...
0: I think they picked... I think people picked up. They were always saying, like, you know, that he yeah, was going crying and stuff like that. Jesus.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, they they had that chance to stand up, make a statement, and dispel the media bullshit. Instead, they folded like a house of fucking cards to North Queensland of all teams. Like, you know, over the years, Nathan, we've been towered by Souths once a season.
0: Yeah, they they get that one where they'd hit the 50 mark, wouldn't
1: they? Yeah. We've been cowboy Manly once a fucking season.
0: Minimum. Yeah. Yeah, they're usually there, you know.
1: The Dragons generally have given us a good touch-up once a season. Yep. Fucking Cowboys? No. no. Just fucking no. You know why? Because they're fans are fuckheads. <laughs> the boardroom infighting is one thing, but it, the players have an obligation to, to show up and have a dig and influence results in in a positive way. Um, and teams have done that. Mm-hmm. And the Tigers have done that. Certainly under Sheens, um, you know, when we've had the bullshit with, you know, Benji versus Robbie and, and things like that, and the team has fucking pulled together and jagged a win or, or put in a performance. They might have lost a close game, but okay, the ship's been righted. and yep. Let's try and fucking push on, you know. Yep. Why not now? Is it is it all true? Is it is Potter really I, screwed?
0: I think. Well, I think I think this the performances like this have the ability to to kill not one but two coaches at the same time. One Potter and two their defensive coach, who's meant to be the heir apparent. Kidwell, sixty four points went through. I mean, come on, that doesn't reflect yeah. well on defensive coach. But you and every,
1: and our, all our losses have yep. been fucking big losses. Yep. We've had some fantastic wins. Yep. Fantastic wins, and our defense has been a huge part of that. But when we've lost, we've lost fucking horribly. No more horribly than this, but really, really fucking dud losses. And our for and against is is woeful as a result. And and why? Why is it, okay, well, we've, fucking, we've beaten Manly, we've beaten South, we've beaten the Bulldogs, we've had some other good wins... Mm. And our defence has been quite good in in most of those, but we've given up fucking forty points to the Dragons twice. I think, um, you know, Manly's towered, us, South towered us. Fuck knows what Roosters think? will do. Yeah, we have still up. got to play the Dogs yeah, but, again.
0: Yeah, well, oh you know, you're gonna beat them. They're not gonna win another game well, this well, season. We'll fucking see. Well, it's gonna be a battle between two sides that aren't gonna win another game this season. Something's got to give. <laughs> you know, I think in nil all or a hundred all. One th- one theory I have <laughs> is that. Do you think that this is a sign? This kind of scoreline was a sign by the players that they want to return to the Maggies.
1: Look, if it makes Mark Guy
0: right, then maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe the players don't want to be wrong. Now, <laughs> the other thing is it's becoming apparent. There's been, you know, you've, you've, you've there, had, there
1: is nothing more Western suburbs than a sixty-four yeah, six drubbing. Yeah, yeah, There yeah. is nothing more it's black true. and white than that.
0: It's true. But the other, the other thing is that um. It's become a in the last couple of seasons you had your issues like your Benji versus Robbie thing and your Sheens and, and whatnot. And immediately, you'd play straight back to it and say there's nothing to it. But everyone else would say, well, fucking Benji's a problem. Benji goes. Sheens is a problem. Sheens goes. Robbie's the fucking problem and has been the problem the whole well, time. That guy is not a bullshit, captain's because asshole. because
1: Benji went when Potter was coach.
0: Yeah, Not I mean so shoes. I got oh yeah, I mean, sorry, I got the order, you know, I wasn't talking in order, but I was talking about these guys, these pieces, you know, with Sheen's a problem. Sheen's gone, no problem's still there. Benji's problem. No, Benji's gone, problem's still there. Robbie Farr is a common denominator through all of this decline. No, he has presided over the Tigers decline, the board, you could say. The board. The board. The factions of the board, oh, the Main
1: and the Western Suburbs factions of the board. You're are, gonna talk.
0: You're gonna talk to me about fucking board factions. No, I, look, I admire Manley's
1: ability to put their performances on the field well away from what's going on behind closed doors. And it's something that the Tigers have never been able to do. But <laughs> once and for all, the NRL needs to step in um, and and get this board situation sorted. The The factions are never going to fucking agree. Essentially, and I don't mean to make light of world events, but essentially you've got Israel and fucking Palestine. And you've got... They're they're never going to fucking agree.
0: Yeah, but you could walk up to Mitchell Moses and say, fucking explain to me what the board's carrying on with that's making you cunts play like a bunch of fucking donkeys. I'm not saying the players are are absolved from blame. And he'd be like, board, what? What, What? $100 a week? they give my mum... You're right, on board. He wouldn't know... On board on the field. Yeah.
1: I was against the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bored of watching her fucking streaking past me all, all
1: night. Bored of getting dizzy. Um,
0: but... I think it's the Farrah stuff. The board stuff is an issue, obviously, and it's causing, you know, friction between, you know, with the coach and then, obviously, Mayo's in, involved in, like, Farrah and the coach and, like, you know, things have happened that, you know, pissed Robbie off and Robbie goes on TV and does his little terrible bullshit is the on-field one. It's his responsibility to keep them fucking together on the field while they're playing. Potter obviously has the preparation time through the week, but Robbie's got to be the one on the field to take the, you know, to, to the kids, if the kids Look, are reading the papers and Robbie dropping their bundle. Robbie made 50 tackles. That's yeah, a fair effort. If he had a made like 65, maybe they would have only scored 30 points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're just searching for a way to blame him. Um, I I don't think think the blame can be pointed at at one. You know, there's definitely blame to be attributed to fucking Kidwell, Potter, Farrah, well, all the players. Um, But I just think the rot starts at the board. It's never been right. These factions just, they're so, and you can see inklings of it. I generally have a fucking unfollow or block uh, policy when it comes to people sprouting fucking extremist, Magpie or, or Balmain
0: bullshit. Yeah, we've established you've turned your back on your Magpie heritage last week.
1: I <laughs> know well, you're trying to... You're, you're doing a Buzz Rothfield there, Nathan. You're trying to make a story out of something that's not there. I'm doing um, a bruise of Blakely right here. You are not doing the bruise of Blakely. And how dare you, Sully, <laughs> my good father's
0: name. I'm just um, being out <laughs> of disappointment You feeling for you right now as a fucking... A a state trader, of course. On the field, the players
1: showed no respect for the jersey. All their fans who have been sticking by them um, all this fucking time. um, You know, clinging to 2005 and thinking, it's all right, it's okay, we'll make a run. We'll make a run and make the eight. It's all good. Hasn't fucking happened one time. We have not. Like 2010, 2011, we were consistently there or thereabouts and we made the finals. Good times. Yeah. Okay. We've never once had that late season run and made the eight since two thousand five.
0: You have the late season you've had the late season run a couple of times and made ninth. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's not the same. Not kind of the same thing, it's nearly, Nathan. It's nearly the same. Well no.
0: It's just one less. That's
1: like, like having the a little of bit of
0: herpes, Nathan. <laughs> Do you think I've got a... The- I've got a, a oh, you've got fucking a th- lots of theories. You. No, absolutely not theories. it's a solution. Fucking Einstein. I've got a possible solution. Hey, you're, you're just fucking lamenting and shit. I'm trying to create real solutions here so you get your side winning and get you a fucking <laughs> smile on your face. That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm not here just going, oh, board factions and board factions. I'm dealing with facts, you're dealing in theories. What if they put the side in that hamburger jersey? Get the orange off them. Put him in a black and white jersey, and maybe the, the, like you know the the Balmain faction that you know they'll they won't have the sullied orange on them, and they'll play like a fucking proper team. What do you think about that? Will
1: they play like the nineteen ninety 1990 Magpies, nineteen ninety nine Magpies? Oh, just because sixty four to six would look like a pretty fucking competitive game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, i got no answers for these exactly. fucking useless cunts Cody Girdlestone
1: just what a fucking disgrace and you know I just I find it really fucking hard to to <laughs> fucking come up with ways to defend him and you know my wife was in the car and as you know I'm sure I've mentioned on the show I'm a huge Cannon Car's fan and I cop a fair bit of flack for that as well but um they've got a new album coming out and they're sort of, um, you can do pre-orders and they're trickle feeding the odd song.
0: You better pre-order you wouldn't want to miss out. Exactly right. They might sell out. That's right. So,
1: um, and I agree Nathan and, and I'm glad that you share more. From income. the ABC
0: shop or wherever sells them these days. <laughs> 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 ah, fuck off.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, before I was rudely interrupted, um, I said, oh, you know, I've got some new Can Craze Crows music we're just gonna we'll have a listen. So I had it on the car and, um, I said, it really wouldn't matter what Counting... Such is my love for Counting Crows. It really wouldn't fucking matter what they brought out. Really? It, and it's much like um, Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. He's a huge R.E.M. fan. may have told you this story. Massive, obsessive R.E.M. fan. Okay. And I heard an interview with him and, and he said, you know, some of R.E.M.'s albums, you know, after they made it huge, a lot of people criticised and and they copped a fair bit of flack, you know, when they tried different things or whatever, and he said, to me, I I didn't fucking care, what they, what they bought out, I bought it, and I listened to it, and I thought it was fantastic, and to be honest, if R.E.M. bought out a, a, an album of them, just snapping their fingers, just an album of them, just clicking away, just doing this, I'd fucking buy it, and I'd listen to it, and I'd play it over and over again, I'd tell everyone, it was the best damn finger snapping, I've ever heard in my life, and, I was saying such a thing to Nicklin. What a,
0: what a fucking idiot he is.
1: <laughs> but she's like, yeah, you're so loyal. You're loyal to to an absolute fault. She goes, you know, 64 to 6. And here you are. You still love the Tigers. <laughs> she's
0: like, 64 to 6? 6, you you fucking team's into decline, Glen," And and meanwhile, we listen to this Counting Crows. This is... <laughs> I mean yeah they, they fucking Do went downhill ever started I've, start, not, start, I've ever got st-
1: more good lungs than the tiger scored points.
0: <laughs> and this shit and this shit you're playing on the stereo right now, I mean god. I mean that were that was shit when they were getting songs on the Shrek soundtrack, let alone now. <laughs> Beep. Oh and that fucking joke. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> Good. Cody You'll
1: Be out to get an iPad smashed in your fucking face. I
0: was just, just going to talk, I was just gonna talk uh, about
1: that. I know about the Joni Mitchell. Let's come on. Let's move on. That's what you were going to say. Don't. Don't. I know what you're going to say. What was stupid I going to say?
0: What was, I gonna, what, was I gonna say? what was I going to say? Out. What was I going to say?
1: Fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, what fuck. was I going to say? That stupid small fucking me. teeth that <laughs> I want to smash oh. out of your head?
0: Tell or me out. what I was going to say. What was I going to
1: say? Look, I've tried to see things from your perspective. I cannot get my head that far up my own ass.
0: You don't know what I was going to say. You don't fucking have a clue. (laughs) (laughs) That big yellow taxi cover is fucking abysmal. That bitch should be re-fucking choking herself in her grave as we speak. Listen to that shite. Cody Cody Stone. Lawrence drops the ball as the Tigers fall. Tigers in decline. Make the cow shine. Oh, look, it's a free-for-all. Hash Lawrence Limerick.
1: <laughs> that's not a fucking Limerick. Cody. <coughs> I like where you're going with it, but it's just not.
0: Point well made from Glenn. That's not a Limerick. Two, I appreciate you trying to start a thing. Three, it's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we not read out six million fucking tweets? No, I've only got on a couple. Game? Yeah, I tried to keep the tweets down because we had a lot of tweets at the top of the show. Fuck, so I copped
1: it. I'm oh, getting text messages all oh, over really? my Facebook. Fucking tweets on my own account. Tweets on this account. Fucking genius.
0: see if you if if you if oh, you lost really the...
1: the Tigers lost. Fucking what a surprise. If you
0: lost the game of the Titans like 40 to something, I probably Which has happened before. I'd probably text you like, are you okay? But 64-6, nothing needs to be said. Just leave you alone To fucking do, process that shit <laughs> Nothing needs to be said uh, Where are we um, Aussie 11198 one The Cowboys are pouring through the middle Like it was Kim Kardashian's asshole <laughs> Hashtags is in decline
1: That's my absolute favourite tweet of the week
0: Chapo the Creator The captain of the Costa Concordia Is a better captain than Farrah is Ash Farrah out Hashtags in decline I, I hate agreeing with you Chapo Aussie11198 he doesn't tweet a lot but he's on fire in this game Robbie might have actually saved his schitzel (laughs) restaurant if he placed the Tigers defensive line at the front door
1: (laughs) is that because people would run through it almost makes it like they'd be like
0: magnetic to bring people through (laughs) 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 Uh, white pie he said 66 to 6 but I'll assume that he was just banking on that goal going over 64 to 6 good bowling by West to restrict the Cowboys to the score (laughs) Hash batting in decline. <laughs> uh former legend. <coughs> former underscore legend. Doesn't need us three days tweets. Cunt's famous as fuck these days. Hash ref's fault. <laughs> on your game. And finally, at DeLorean Grey. The cowboys fucked the tigers so hard it was Cowboy, reverse cowgirl, and Robbie Farris spit roast all in one. Hash Tigers in decline. Up in Darwin, Parramatta Eels eighteen to feed the Canberra Raiders ten. Crowd of just over nine and a half thousand. The Eels eighteen points came from a double to Jared Hayne. and a uh, try to uh Moaroa, Sandow three from three conversions, and the Raiders their ten came from tries to Bill Tupo and Jared Croker. Jared Croker with one of two conversions.
1: Canberra led ten nil after like twenty odd minutes. <clears throat>
0: yeah, and, uh, and they're we're doing it going pretty, along pretty well. Doing it pretty well, yeah.
1: Um. But they just find new ways to lose. (laughs) They actually still had the lead with less than 10 minutes to go. Yeah. yeah. And just still managed to blow it in a massive way. Um, Mentioned Jared Hayne, his uh, M hopes earlier with reference to to Benny Hunt. But Hayne's just doing it easy now. The bigger the occasion, the better he gets as well. Um, And we've seen that in the past. His, His performances at origin levels... Um and also, you know, I am uh, loath to, to make comparisons to two thousand and nine, but the the, the way he keeps going, you can see the media starting to jump on it and yep. um as I think he feeds off the hype as well. So as yep. the hype keeps I remember in in oh nine, um when Parra played the Tigers and uh, I brought this scenario up, you know, plenty of times, but the Tigers and, and the Eels were in the similar sort of positions on the table and um, both striving to make the finals. And it looked like whoever won that game were probably going to go on and make yep. the eight. And that was the... Jared Haynes, superman, superhuman. Fucking call. And, to, you know, the hype really kept kicking yep. on from there. And he just got fucking better and better every week. Yep. And so I just... I don't think, you know, the amount of media scrutiny and... and um. Coverage that he that he gets week in and week out is gonna hamper his his performances and it really doesn't matter what anyone else is doing around him as far as his teammates go either. He'll like, do
0: it himself. He doesn't fucking care. If if there, if people are around him if it's not happening for them then you he'll know, just, he'll do it. He'll just do it
1: himself. When when you can be put into a gap by David fucking Gower and make a try out of it mm-hmm. by running around a fullback that is in perfect position. Mm-hmm. To cut you down, yep. and you've got no support
0: players. Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ! It's when like, he's playing like that, he's just got he has got a fucking force field around him or something. It's, you know? it's like, literally it's, it's like seriously.
1: that. Um, yeah, super super impressive. I, I know it was only Canberra, um, and let's let's try and keep that in check. It was an but improved Canberra though. It was. But still a Canberra that ultimately yeah. finished with a loss. Still a Canberra. Is, which isn't Canberra. that much improved yeah, from and other still Canberras. And
0: still a Canberra side that was coached by Ricky stewart Exactly. Okay, uh, Erebus Chaos. The Eels didn't look like scoring in the last 20, then bam, bam. I'm up 23. You know, the Sharks and the Raiders play each other and both get to play the Tigers. The spoon race could have a few twists and turns yet. <laughs> Todd H1987, who moved up to, Cam- uh, moves up to Darwin. Canberra fan. So he actually got to watch his team in the flesh, which is a fucking rare treat for some of them in in Northern Territory. I have no fucking words. And he's tweeted this to the Canberra Raiders. Seriously, what are you guys going to do to turn this shit around? It's almost like he does that exact same tweet every weekend.
1: Well, he's got reason to. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure he's still waiting for a response. (laughs)
0: Yeah. New Zealand Warriors, 16, defeat the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. 12, Mount Smart Stadium, just under 14,000 in attendance. The Warriors uh, tries to... uh, Beast, Manu Vadavai, and Lau with a double. Conversions: one for Townsend, one for Tompkins, and uh, the Sharkies, 12 points came from tries to Arona and Vecchi. Gordon, two from two conversions.
1: The Warriors at the moment are matching Parramatta's momentum, uh, which could make for an exciting final series. Both teams, unpredictable, um, have that X-Factor player. Uh, obviously, Sean Johnson, uh, Harrell, Vadavai, those sort of guys. Um, for Lenny Mateo, of course, for the Warriors, mm-hmm. he, you know he could just on any given day. I know he's they're few and far between at the moment, but he could just turn in a fucking absolute game for the ages. Yeah, any week for the Warriors. Um, so, we I think we probably need to remember that the Warriors are doing this even with, without Sean Johnson. As well, and yeah, was, when you say
0: doing this in quotes, though, I mean, they you know they, they lost a couple of games in a row there,
1: sure, but they're still you know, they're still a lot more competitive than the fucking West yeah. Tigers. Well, yeah,
0: yeah, I guess, mean, yeah, have been in the last saying. few
1: weeks. Um, and the West Tigers have been playing out without their halfback, so you've got to give yeah. them a bit of credit. The Sharks were game and tough, um, and and Try their best to get a result here, but the Warriors just edged them for making the percentage plays when it mattered, and 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 the Sharks, um, you know they got some they got some grit in them, but they just they lack like that polish. They lack like the the class to get yeah. those those plays when they really need it. And when you've got Robson and you know players like that running around, like, yeah, the creativity
0: is a little bit yeah non-existent. Exactly,
1: um. Don't get me wrong, they made the right call on Carney, but you know, he was he was that one guy yeah. <laughs> that was that could do it for him. So, um they're they're essentially fucked. I, I believe. But the Warriors, uh, should they make the eight, and it's looking increasingly likely that they will. Um they're they're one of those teams that they they'd have to be at their absolute best for a month of footy. Yeah. To to really make some noise Which in, they can't in the do finals. It. Um but, you know, if they happened to if they happen to do it, they did it in fucking two
0: thousand eleven. Yeah. They didn't Sorry? They couldn't make the month. <laughs> Three weeks. <laughs> they got awful close though. Three weeks. Oh, uh, yeah, it wasn't that close. Pretty comfortable winning. Okay, mate. Really? Let's keep going. <laughs> uh at up up Grenola up at uh Breaking both bones in your arm and playing on until you do your leg would make me angry too, Hash. So so brave. And speaking about the anger, can I just say one Andrew for Feeder?
1: I, I agree, but
0: can I? Just, why? Why the fuck did he have to hop off the field? Well, Simon Dwyer principle, I guess.
1: Sharks not got fucking medicabs or stretchers or anything. Would you need two stretchers for Andrew Feeder? It's a big lad. Don't know. Seriously,
0: budget yeah. fucking club.
1: A fucking professional sport. Mm. Where a player who has a broken fucking arm, mm-hmm. then hurts his leg, yep. and he's had some leg injuries this year and missed a fucking lot of football, yep. has to hop off the field.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: a fucking
0: cunt circus that is. Yeah.
1: Give ben me Zed. a break.
0: Ben Zed, Warriors hang on and survive a rocks game. SJ and Coney should assure a top six finish. Gallant expected back for Origin 1 2015 had <laughs> turn up that is true when's Connie back I'm not sure I traded him out my super coach this week I can't carry that fuck for another week wow lucky sis I fucking got four tries and I had him <laughs> what inside. did he get about 600 uh, no, I 130 ish or something he yeah, pretty good I think he was a top scorer for the week a couple of big scores but yeah he was up there Penrith Panthers 16 defeated the St. George Illawarra Dragons 4 at Wynn Stadium just over 13,000. The Panthers tries to Sigiaro, Docker, Idris. Uh, two conversions from three attempts to Jamie Soward and Dragons try to Brett Morris. That's it.
1: I know it was the Dragons but defensively this had to impress even Penrith Harsha's critics. Um, I think they, they really held their nerve and held their structure defensively and, and And handled the Dragons pretty well, even with the great Benji Marshall inside, apparently. Is he still playing? (laughs) I think the Dragons asked plenty. Um, I believe they'd still be a far more potent attacking force with Dugan at one. I'm not sure what the fascination with Quinlan is there at fullback, but when you've got a representative-level fullback that you know, would start at fullback at most clubs in the competition. Yeah. You fucking play him there. Yeah. And if you've got a guy that's a a reasonable fullback that isn't a representative level fullback that can't play any other position, you put him in fucking reserve grade.
0: Quinlan's fucking hopeless, in my opinion.
1: I do not rate him I don't rate
0: Sam Tompkins, but this Quinlan's a whole other level. He's up there. And he's he's
1: keeping Josh Dugan out of a spot. Fullback.
0: He's like the... And Dugans Dugan's
1: performs well, you know, admirably in the centres. Adequately. Adequately. That's a good word. He's not shit there by any means. No. I'm not saying he is, but what are you missing out on? You you have to look at some of the games he played for the Dragons last season from fullback when he was the sole fucking reason. These are the days prior to Marshall and, and Widop. Yep. When he was the sole reason they were even remotely competitive in games, let alone won some. Yep. And let you know now, Quinlan is keeping him out of a fucking jersey. Give yep. me a fucking break. Um, Idris's return in solid form might be the X factor for the Panthers. Fuck. <laughs> English is my second language at the moment. I'll What's- just. The tightness is really fucking kicked in. <laughs> Pinchers, what are they? What,
0: what even is that? Sorry? What even is that? Damn, P- wouldn't mind getting fucking daddy to kill us, <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. I don't know I don't know what they are, but they're probably made out of fucking out of black vinyl and sexy ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God apologies. I meant Panthers. Um <laughs> The fact that he's got a little bit of a, a an axe to grind and some critics to answer can only work in pender's favour as well, because um, at his best he's very fucking hard to handle, and he he, he poses a lot of problems. Um, not only you know primarily in attack, but also <laughs> can um, can put a shot on in defence as well to yep. to make people think twice. So. Um, definitely a factor there for Penrith as they head towards the finals which a lot of people thought they might have slipped out of the eight um, coming to this late stage of the season but at the moment they're standing tall.
0: Yep. Soft draw will get in.
1: A fucking soft <coughs> You can't have a soft draw for 26 weeks. <laughs> it's, well, Did someone say I had a hard on for Penrith? I thought
0: yeah, oh, yeah, no, I you do, do have a soft spot yeah, for yeah, Penrith. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do have soft you. spot for Penrith. You a hard spot for Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking little chew out with his lipstick out for Penrith. It's well, not really. It's like a half broken. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, really, you're, <laughs> you're, you're you're halfway through ditching tigers and fucking becoming a penny fan. I That's reckon. fucking stupid, is what that is. I would never put myself in the same basket as that fucking perm. Shut eighty six. The little pennies that could have just about locked in a final spot, now the push for a top sport, top four finish against all odds. Hash so brave, so so brave. Ben Dragons draw and pass equal shovel it one way too soon every time and blow multiple tries. Quinlan is a fucking disaster at fullback. Hash, drop him. I agree. Monday Night Footbitch, Sydney Roosters 26, defeat the Gold Coast Titans 18. Allianz, the the crowd we've mentioned already, 6-3-4-5. Disgraceful. And... The Roosters twenty six came from tries to Anthony Minicello, James Maloney, McDonald, Tuvasa Shek, and Jennings also with tries. Maloney two from five conversions and a penalty goal. Defeating the Titans eighteen tries to Anthony Don, Dave Taylor, Greg Bird. Caesar, three from three.
1: Not sure it's the most advisable prep for the finals, but the Roosters slipped into only play as good as we need to, mate. Which they've got a tendency to do. One of the commentary teams was, like, you know,
0: Sorry? one of the commentary team. I can't remember who it was, but they're like, oh, you know, the the, the Titans can really, really, uh, really know how to drag a team down to their level. Maybe, maybe what? it
1: was that. The, uh, I thought the the Titans, without being without being too harsh on them, they looked like they were trying to send Cardi out a winner, and yep. and they were trying to put in a wholehearted effort, but yep. it's just some of their execution was fucking you know they created enough chances but you know a pass is you know forward or a pass is too far out in front it goes to ground Um, pretty simple drop balls coming out from their own end to to only increase the pressure on them just little things like that spelt a pretty close and competitive loss but a loss nonetheless the Chooks' forwards worked hard and, and were very physical. And, and the Titans couldn't really match them for 80 minutes, although they did match them for, for various stages of the game. But as a concerted uh, effort over the entire course of the game, I think that's where, where it was won. In, in the forwards, the Chooks just, with Moa and, and Letters, guys like that, just they just fucking have a way through the middle. Um, and even defensively, handling the, the the Titans' bigger guys, just don't really know exactly what it is. Because Moa, I don't know that it would be hugely successful on other teams. There's there's other players that are, are built and run like him, and are in and out of first grade. But for the Roosters, he's really found a home, and it's given him confidence. And um, to their team, he really fucking means a lot. Yep. Um, and and letters is is much the same when he's on the field and not fucking suspended so yeah i think that's where it was won and you know a couple of classy plays at the end of the day from two of and i mean he got over in the corner and yeah that was it was a pretty pretty simple and straightforward game and they never really got out of third gear but um you know as far as position on the ladder those two points will come in very handy
0: at Manly Bretton. Roosters versus Titans. What a crowd. Ha ha. Hash eight people and a dog. Highway underscore. Titans plus Monday night equals shit game. Hash Titanitus. Hash Easter win. Hash take the two. MUP 23. Dull game. Empty stadium. Plenty of errors and missed opportunities. Perfect way to wrap up the era. And the era he means that is the last game. Why of did the they Cardi not era. just
1: finish him up during the week?
0: Don't know. Don't know. Someone can enlighten us why, but. Uh, at the end of the day, even if he stayed around there and, you know, Henry became the, the nominal coach that, you know, the, mm. the behind the scenes without actually saying, you know, don't know. Uh, Andy underscore Siegs, seven people watching supposed contenders at work. Only thing about times to be said, still better than Tigers in decline. Previews and we kick off this time Thursday night football spectacular. South Sydney Rabbitohs take on the Brisbane Broncos down there at ANZ.
1: As good as the Broncos were last week, I think Souths are on another level, um, and I think South's forwards will be far too big um, and and a lot more of a, a physical presence than what the Bulldogs proved to be for the for the Broncos last week, uh, and that is where they'll get over the top of them and. Guys like Inglis, Reynolds control it with his kicking game. Um, They need another game like Ben Hunt had had last week um, to get the Broncos home. Um, But
0: I I just think the Bunnings will be too strong. Look, if the Broncos play they did last week, they'll they'll win. I mean, the wheels are going to fall off the rabbits at some point. (laughs) And why not this week after (laughs) they played their grand final? They've probably been drunk all week. So... They, just a fucking troll. How, how dare you diminish my learned and thoughtful opinions on the game of rugby league is just distilling it down to trolling? Everything you say
1: and do in your <laughs> fucking
0: miserable cunt of a life is trolling. <laughs> I'm Glenn Blakely. Broncos 1 to 12. Paramount Eels take on the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs on Friday night. And uh, this one, once again, ANZ. Traditionally, this one was like, you know, it's like a. 50,000 Crowder But uh, I don't think this season I get... Are
1: going to get. Yeah I don't think um, going to get
0: many Into it this time
1: I hope it is a big crowd And I hope they are Treated to a, a Jared Hayne experience <laughs> Yeah I hope so too um, I, I I feel That's where we're headed uh, he's, he's in that mode And the Bulldogs The way they're going Just don't have What it takes to offer The resistance required um, To shut him down And He's done it against the Bulldogs before when he's been in this frame of mind. and um, It's hard not to make those comparisons, but I just think he's, he's a more complete and a more composed player than what he was in 2009. Um, so he may not have the absolute single-handed impact on game after game after game, but uh, he will certainly influence results, I feel. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's in that kind of form, and um, I'm not going to bet against him at this stage when he's on a roll. So I think I think power by 13 plus.
0: First time I looked at the odds, these times are pretty much uh, neck and neck as far as favoritism is concerned. They're both around the dollar ninety one. Bookies obviously bouncing the Bulldogs, backing the Bulldogs to
1: bounce back and
0: yeah, uh, and it's not it's really. Bounce back from Bounce back from fucking ages ago. That's the thing. I mean, you bounce know, back like, from yeah. Obviously they're, yeah, they're thinking mean, it's going to happen eventually. I don't think it's going to happen without Reynolds. I don't think it's going to happen against Hayne the way he's going at the Mm. moment. I think Parramatta Bulldogs have
1: been top four for most of the year. They're
0: now in danger. Yeah, remember Titans and St George are top of the ladder too. Yeah, Titans and St George are top of the ladder at one point too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Canberra Raiders take on the St George Illawarra Dragons in Canberra. So this one, you've got the whole you know the Hoodoo Curse, whatever you want to call it. Even when the Dragons were good, they'd go down to Canberra and get fucking touched up. This time,
1: though... And the Raiders were much more competitive last week than what they have been in
0: recent times. But this year, on the whole, the Raiders have been an absolute disaster of a football side, providing little to no resistance against everyone they came up against. The Dragons, you know, they're not amazing. You know, they're they're competent in some aspects of rugby league. They've had good <laughs> weeks and bad weeks. I'd sound like faint <laughs> praise, but what I'm saying is the Dragons will probably break the hoodoo. Although... I think the line I saw was, like, Dragons. I think the Dragons had, were, were giving away four points. Oh, wow. So that's not a lot, really. I would have thought, you know, something just... You know, I'm going to back the Milford team.
1: factor. I'm going I'm to back the Raiders to uh, to keep the Hoodoo alive and, and off the back of Anthony
0: Milford. The Milford factor. Is that even a thing this year?
1: It has been. He's, there's yeah, been he's, games where they've been fucking horrible and he still won it.
0: Oh, there's been games where they're fucking horrible and they, they concede 54 points, but he scores 12 <laughs> or 10 <That'll> <laughs> or something. Yeah, look, um, I can't see it. I think I think the Raiders played their grand final last week. They get close to Parramatta. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, I,
1: I believe in that hoodoo because there's been a number of times over the last few seasons where I've tried to back against it and it's... It, it's Bitten me in the ass, so I'm not going to do it again.
0: Look, I got absolutely no confidence in the Dragons being able to play football this week, but surely they've, you know, they're a safer bet. Melbourne Storm take on the Cronulla Sutherland Sharkies down there in Melbourne at Amy Saturday afternoon. Yeah, no chance for the Sharks in this one. Um, bounce back big time for the Storm. They got would we we'll get absolutely fucking analed at training this week?
1: Yeah, I I think that. <sighs> For, for all the Bellamy's bleating about the referees, uh, I still think there was a lot about that Storm performance that um, would have really pissed him off. And with him back home, bouncing the bounce-back factor, as you mentioned, and the fact that the Sharks aren't very good at football,
0: um, I think that... 13-plus. Yeah. Great confidence. All day. West Tigers take on Sydney Roosters at Leichhardt Saturday night. Roosters by 28, minimum.
1: This this could be fucking horrible. If we come out with the same mindset that we did against the Cowboys, um look, it could be fucking anything.
0: If you're gonna miss the tackles on, you know, you guys like uh like Morgan and Co. If then what's fucking two of fair, us a check gonna what's two of us a check do to do you if when if, he's teleporting fucking say, three minutes at a time.
1: You know, Matthew Wright. Is he, you know, one third? The player of Michael Jennings' capabilities.
0: Yeah, it's been a bit generous, probably. To no. Jennings. No. To right. right. Yeah.
1: Um, right. eh? Hey, well, if if you're going to be generous, would he would Jennings score fucking nine tries <laughs> <laughs> in fifteen minutes?
0: What about two parts of Shrek? That's what I'm saying. I mean, he can teleport that dude. And you've seen him you do it, yeah. you know. Have we seen him when he did, he did it to the Cowboys guys? So if he can do it to the Cowboys guys, we would doing it to the Tigers guys,
1: I have I have zero confidence. I will be tipping the Tigers, and I will put money on the Tigers because I do it every week.
0: Because of the like the fucking eight bucks will probably you know the eight bucks they're paying would be. Handy. I will
1: be backing them, but I'm so pissed off with them and so disappointed in them at the moment that there is absolutely no confidence in me that they will win this game, and that's the first time i have ever uttered those words um, on this show.
0: That's fucking actually really sad, too. But you're right, they're getting analed. Newcastle Knights take on the New Zealand Warriors. Hunter Stadium, Sunday afternoon. Knights and, uh, be full of beans. At home, buoyant, after their last gasp victory over the storm. <laughs> Look, Sean Johnson's named to make his return. He is. No Cony? They still haven't found Cony. Hamstrings. Look, I still think That's that. Thing. Yeah, I, th- I think the Warriors have got this. You think they have? Yeah, I think they have. Look, you know, could the could the the Knights come back with you know another rousing performance like against the Storm? Yeah, they probably could, but. You can't keep rolling it, you know, you can't bank on those things happening. No, definitely. You just not. You, you just you just become you just get shocked and stunned when they do happen. But they're not the outcome that you actually, you know, predict. Yeah.
1: I think the Johnson factor
0: yeah. is probably enough for me to tip the Warriors one to twelve. Yeah. Gold Coast Titans take on the mighty Manly Seagulls at Seabus, three o'clock Sunday afternoon. you heading down? No. I actually have to miss it this time. I'm fucking gutter. Shit fan.
1: I will be at Ladley. Shit, uh, for under-7 rugby league carnival.
0: Shit fan, but awesome dad. Well... Because that's, that's a sacrifice that has to be
1: Self-proclaimed awesome dad, never heard you. Son, utter those words, just saying. <laughs> or daughter, for that matter.
0: <laughs> hey, please, yeah, you know why? Because you know, you don't, see, you don't see my daughter anymore. I'll tell you... I'll tell you a funny story. You, she doesn't realise you shaved the beard off, right? Right. She's, she's got a thing against beards, or maybe she just doesn't like you, I don't know. But two last week I think it was last week yeah it would have been last week on Tuesday night she's she's up late after having the bath and I was in the kitchen uh, getting dinner ready to go on the Tuesday night and she's come in and she's going yeah what are you doing daddy I said I just cooking dinner and um what are you, what are you having and I was like "Yeah, you know salmon and, and all that and um and she goes who, who else is having mummy I said yeah mummy's having it. and yeah and Uncle Glean's coming and who the she, fuck's that well she's gone and she's gone alright Turned around, walked, walked away, found found Simone upstairs and gone, I want to go to bed right now. <laughs> and then the next night, we thought, oh, that's, that's strange, what the deal is that? Pretty fucking then, sad. Then the next night, <laughs> she was being a bitch and not wanting to go to bed. And Simone's gone, quick uncle, and she's gone straight up to bed. <laughs> so... She's gonna to have to get a look at you without the beard so she knows it's safe. <laughs>
1: One of the fucking presents I bought her back.
0: <laughs> so you're not a so she knows that you're not you're not a you're not a uh, a dirty a dirty sex pest with your with your jihad beard. Oh jeez, that's harsh. <laughs> hey, so she's she's not a she's not a fan of my old man either. Beard. She just hates beards.
1: Okay. Thanks for that lovely story. <laughs> um Oh, I think the titans are gonna get thumped.
0: Look, I hope Seagulls so. would be pretty
1: pretty annoyed over over that loss last week against South and uh, be looking to get things back on track. And and no place better to do it in front of their own fans at at a home game, essentially.
0: Yeah, weird weird the way that the uh, yeah exactly will be like a home game. The way that the teams teams lined up, it won't appear that way. As far as I know, I think Mati is looking at at least two weeks out. From the fucking chicken wing from those grub cunt fucking Burgess dickhead. Uh, if he's out, I would assume that, you know, something in the likes of uh, Hiku would probably move to one of the centre positions and then you get in someone like Chase Blair or something on the wing, I'd say. But, you know, who knows? Uh, it's good to see Josh Starling named and he was at a Judiciary Tonight and beat two charges. So, the... Is that the eye gouger? The, yeah, the, tr- the trumped up bullshit eye gouge and the trumped up bullshit crusher both of which were absolutely fucking nonsense and should never have gone well, I gave before the judiciary.
1: Fucking blatant. would have got 12 weeks for that whatever.
0: Well, you look at you look at the Buzz Rothfield's fucking single frame Getty image, didn't you? Sorry? The single frame Getty image from fucking Buzz Rothfield trying to get oh, a I dude didn't suspended on something or mainly Mainly player I, a yeah. file, I gave it. got fucking grub. <clears throat> Such a crock of shit, but I just saw it on Twitter uh, about 20 minutes ago. I saw him posting that uh he got off and you know justice was done. Look, you know the Titans, they do have a way of dragging things down the to their image. level. The NRL and Manly
1: Seagulls do not want you to see.
0: Yeah, and then everyone saw it and it didn't matter to anything, so if, so go and fucking have a cup of rosacea, you fucking drunk old cunt. Now... Wow. I'm fucking in a hateful mood tonight towards people who fucking <laughs> oppose my views. <laughs> the Titans do have the ability to drag teams down to their level and traditionally, Manly do play... I mean, they, they traditionally they win, but they... Uh, there's, I think there's one game that I've been to uh, down against the Titans and that I've thought, wow, we were fucking red hot. We played amazing. I mean, usually it's like this, you know, heart-in-the-mouth stuff because you're just playing like utter shit and just doing enough to get the job done. What I need this weekend is for that not to be the case. I want to see them absolutely pump this time, this Titans side. They're absolutely shit house. They deserve to be obliterated and hopefully they will be in front of like fucking eight, you know, probably... 2,000 people, of which 1,900 will be in the uh, away supporters bay. Good call. Announces 13,000. And Monday night, Footbitch, the Penrith Panthers take on the Cowboys at Sporting Bet out there in Penrith. So, yeah, you know, as we spoke about earlier with the Monday night football, there's no away support there. and Because uh, Cowboys fans do not travel. <coughs> this one. I think oh. The Cowboys, the Cowboys, if they can overcome their, their away from home jitter thing, I think they're a better side in better form at the minute. Pennies are carrying Tigers, a lot of.
1: Tigers played the Cowboys into a fair fair whack of <laughs> form last week.
0: Um. The little pennies are suffering some injuries, and they've you know, and their their soft draws allowed them to to beat shit teams despite that. But that that runs coming to an end now. They have got the Cowboys. They're going to have to take on Manly in a couple of weeks, and. Uh,
1: Given the Cowboys' performance last week and their opposition, I think they'll they'll rock up to fucking Sporting Bet Stadium in their cricket whites. But um I think Penrith This is this is one of the games that everyone's been banking on Penrith to lose. And uh, you know, given their soft draw, apparently, which has lasted twenty fucking odd weeks, which is pretty harsh on them. <sighs> It's touch and go. I think it'll be a very close game. I'm going to give the edge to Penrith, given Cowboys' poor away record and the fact that um, that Penrith had a good win
0: last week. Cowboys need it more. They're in better form. 13-plus Cowboys. Bash that up your ass, Penrith nerds. And that is full-time for episode 167. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at twi league, And on Facebook, facebook facebook.com forward slash ThisWeekInLeague. Now, iTunes, two new reviews emerged over the last week. Love it. We didn't even berate people and uh, insult their intelligence to get them to go and do it either, so that's great. We had a Nooch363 Rugby League show actually about Rugby League five stars. Anyone out there looking for a rugby league show slash podcast that covers things actually happening in rugby league and not scared to hold back, this is the one for you. Hilarious and the only podcast I've ever subscribed to. Get on it. Hash 40 nil. Hash real talk. So probably a fucking legendary Mally supporter there. I like it. If you're you're throwing a hash 40 nil in there, I mean, there's a good chance I'll fucking rate you as a person, to be honest. Twill. Five stars. By... uh, Oh, fucking God. I apologise, Billy, but your last name is almost impossible to say and I think it's made up how do you say that yeah
1: zertzalakis
0: fucking there you go you're probably close there thank you it's my Greek heritage you go right on the Greek I do do love the Greek and his and and his review is these guys are hilarious That's
1: it. I generally condense all my Greek heritage by smashing plates up my ass.
0: But Billy, I really appreciate your review, and uh, <laughs> we love five-star reviews, and uh, thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening. Tipping, Shane Aaron Elvis, the magician, he uh, still magicianed himself one point into the lead, going into the business end of the tipping season, he had a good round last week, and uh, we got a bit of a break at the top there, Whitey. Whitey. <laughs> Whitey. he's
1: Whitey's won and come up with the cure of
0: elephant titus. Whitey, he's on 109, one point back, then it's two points back to third place, David Kingston. A point further back to fourth place with a tie of Desi's Ducks, three-card magic trick, CA Photo, GT John. Then one point back, 105. We've got Smithy Fire, Tigers 12.0, and Voodoo Rock, the defending champion to this stage, five points behind, and I dare say...
1: No chance.
0: No chance. As you we say, we go, he goes on a massive run of eights, and he's fucking smashing whoppers and getting the prize. <laughs> Fantasy. the uh, Overall, the Wendells are still on top. Too much tuner. Falling a little bit back, Mighty Doggies, Sarcastic Pricks, Mischief, Sticky Fingers Furgo moving up to six, Dingbats, NZ underscore Magpie 54, CJs and Bobbers. Bobbers, I think it's the first time i mentioned that before, yeah. so uh, Bobbers coming on up. And of course, the shop. We're still clearing out the old Revelation shirts. I did an inventory update on the Tigers, on decli- Tigers in Decline shirts on... Uh, Twitter the other night after that Tigers game there were, I think there were 8 left scattered across small, medium and large and we sold 2 of those almost immediately so 6 Tigers in decline shirts left in small, medium or large, all those sizes still exist uh, in varying quantities so if you want one time is definitely definitely running out and um, that's it show will be a little bit late for you all this week, apologies for the coughing and the wheezing but we got through it. We did, we did, to bring you the goodness. So uh that's all we got time for and it turns out it's quite a long show in the end. And we're finishing early, so fucking can't be that with the bat. That's all we got time for this one. it's the hammer can't touch that. Fuck you come up with some shit. <laughs> so See you next week. See you next week.